Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 689 for the week of August 19, 2023. I'm Chris Privetier. I've still not had sex with the Baron Baldur's Gate 3. Joining me this week is Kelly Ryan. I've got multiple dudes fighting for me, but none of them the bear. Yeah. Uh, who else is with us? Jason Ariola? In Mother Russia's sex has bear with you? Oh. Mm. And Josh Carpenter? No, no sex in any of the games I'm playing. All right, good. I'm gonna on this if you're on the stream, you're watching me take care of a chicken and a password. Uh you guys talk about what you've been playing. I've I have to go consult the periodic table. It's a long story. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Here, why, why don't you guys go first? Because I've got BG three stuff to talk about with Chris. Alright. Well, um I'll I'll go ahead and kick off since I wasn't on last week. So um I um I may have found the game of the year for me, and that is uh Dave the Diver. Oh, I, I heard about that. This game is fantastic. I wow. <laughs> okay, so it starts this kind of like schlubby guy who just go who enjoys sushi and uh, dives for the fish for him or for himself. Um, he gets a phone call on vacation and flies down to this little island where he has to uh, <clears throat> go dive in a, a big blue hole. That's how they refer to the ocean in this game, and I don't know why. And I find it very amusing that they just call it the big blue hole. And um, so you go down, you spearfish a bunch of a bunch of fish, you bring them back up to the surface, and then you you get two cycles of that during the day, and then on the third um, the third segment of the day, you go into the sushi restaurant and you prepare the ingredients, um, and then you serve the ingredients because initially you're the only staff outside of the co- or the cook basically. So it just ends ends up being this like loop of okay, you get a little bit better fish, you can upgrade your ingre- or you can upgrade your dishes so they get you more likes on Cooksta, which is the uh, social media thing, and as that goes up, you get more stuff to unlock, and uh, as the game goes on, it, it personally like, drips more and more stuff to you, introduces more characters that will do stuff for you, and it is just this like really great loop of, hey, here's a little bit more, oh, getting a little t- teeny tiny bit stale, here's some more, and I am um, <clears throat> I have found myself uh, way probably over leveled as th- at this point f- with my equipment um, than where I need to be because I'm only like at a end of maybe chapter two out of the seven chapters and um, uh, most of my stuff is uh, pretty 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 high up. I've just been enjoying the fishing and the the loop of upgrading my equipment and the like and upgrading my recipes, upgrading my restaurant. It has just been a fantastic experience. The uh, the writing's very very clever and. Um, it's unfortunate that uh, everyone's in the game seems to dislike to hate Dave for some reason. Dave is just a very nice guy, and everyone just like kind of looks at him. He's like makes fun of his weight and uh, is just mean to him because they just think he's inept. And uh, yeah, just like I, you just feel bad for Dave because he just seems like a nice guy who just wants to run a sushi restaurant. But then as the game goes on a little bit more, uh, his uh, cheerful uh, nature kind of uh, starts rubbing off on some of the more hardened people in the game, and they kind of soften a little bit, and it gets to be interesting that way too so yeah there's there's a lot going on in this game and it is this is one of those games that like if you had told me that this was going to be something i'd enjoy i'd probably would have been like yeah sure yeah okay but um somebody who i like whose taste kind of lines up with mine was like just uh i would say just talking about it non-stop for about 20 minutes one day and i was just like okay maybe I need to give this a shot and I gave it a shot. And, um, I think I'm like 15 hours in after a week and a half. And for me, that's a lot of time. So. <laughs> it's 
so this is a cozy game. Yeah, there you go. There's yeah, yeah. I would I would say it's pretty cozy. It's it just got a nice loop. There's really no danger for the most part. Um there's a little bit of like a roguelike element to it where your oxygen meter is your health meter. And so as you go down diving, um, there are the occasional fish that will attack you, but um, there's also sharks that become, some of the sharks become less of a threat as you get stronger and get better equipment. Um, And every time you take a hit, the oxygen meter will get depleted a little bit more. There's spots in the, in the ocean that you can refill them. You can carry two items um, as sort of like secondary items, ranging from uh like a like an underwater scooter to ox- like oxygen tanks that will fill up your oxygen meter up, up to 50% of the total backup. Yeah, that's it, 50%. So um if you do end up dying and needing to be rescued down there, um you can bring one item back with you. So like I said there's a little bit of a roguelike element to it and the ocean or <clears throat> I'm sorry, the uh, big blue hole changes its uh, geography every time you go down. So it's never the same as you go down. You'll start to see like sort of patterns in the way some things get set up, but it's never the exact same. So it's like it just this thing of like it keeps you coming back. So I guess if you're looking for a cozy roguelike, this is probably a good way to go. Yeah, it sounds adorable. Yeah, well, I'm did- did I see seahorse racing in the stream? Um, you know what? I haven't gotten there yet. If there's seahorse racing, Jesus, there's even more stuff to do in this game. <laughs> it's so cute looking. Yeah, I I really enjoy this game. It's just, yeah. Um, so some of the uh, harpoons that you can get, um, you so you find like weapon, extra weapons down in the big blue hole. And they can only be brought or they can't be brought back to the surface because they disintegrate as soon as they come out of the water for whatever reason. Um, Some of the upgrades to your harpoon, you can add poison, you can add electricity. And then as you weaken the um, the fish, it will um, basically give you sort of like a quick time event where you either need to like run the uh, um, left analog stick back and forth really quickly. Um, There'll be a little voltage meter that you need to get it in just the right spot to get enough volts through the, uh, um, the fish that you're trying to catch to knock it out so you can catch it. Um, If you attack the fish, you get less, I guess, meat out of the bigger ones eventually. And, you get a um, oh god, what sort of a, a, like a drone to catch some of the bigger ones because also the bigger the fish, the more they weigh, and you're limited in how much you can carry, which is also upgradable. So now I'm kind of like I've just got this huge amount of like crap I can bring back to the surface every time I want to. So the the ship or the um the the sushi shop shop part is. Not something I would have ever expected to really enjoy, but it, it's very quickly. It goes by very quickly. Um, I, I really just kind of enjoy going down and doing the fishing. But the the like so the sushi, um, the guy preps it for you. You grab it. You go run it across. Go drop it off. Um, sometimes they'll want green tea or later on beer. And as you pour it down, um, you have to like tilt it off just right to the line. And you'll get extra money that way. So, like, you also get, like I said, extra likes on Cooksta, and that's kind of how you keep upgrading your uh, sushi shop. Is that is you keep getting more and more likes and hitting a threshold for a tier on there. And the cutscenes in this are really well done. Um, so the like, as you you can see in the stream, but I guess if you know people who aren't watching it, um, the like. At, or like just the areas are sort of like low poly stuff, but then Dave and most of the characters in the game are all um, like pixelated. So like I said, it's, it's just this incredibly addicting loop of things that I have just found 
endearing and um, even the instances where I got greedy and had like a tiger shark kill me, it frustrated me, but not to the point that I'm like, I'm going to put this game down. It just frustrated me to the point that I'm like, well, I guess I just need to be a little bit more careful about what I'm doing. So I've never really found myself angry at the game, which is normally for a roguelike or rogue light. It's not something that's uh, goes by very well with me when I blow a, blow a run, which is why I don't play them very much. Cause I get a, uh, get a little angry about that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And so far the strongest, uh, like melee weapon I have found so far is a rubber chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there, there's cheap samurai swords, which do really well. There's a sharp samurai sword, which does even better. And then the rubber chicken is the strongest one I have found so far, which is kind of funny. Cause then you also, you use it and it makes the little white noise every time you hit something with it. So, so I take it the QTE stuff when you're actually doing the sushi restaurant is still pretty, you know, like pretty entertaining. Yeah, I mean, really, like when you're pouring drinks, it's it, that's the QTE thing um, there, and you just like kind of hold down on the right thumbstick a little bit and just okay. pull off of it, just like just the right time to get the perfect rating for it. So it's, I, I think that's another thing I like about the QTEs. There's very few of them that are like intense, and the intense ones happen underwater where um a like a shark is going to take a like a dive at you basically, and you have like uh, half a second to like press the button, and I'd say it's more like a second and a half to like kind of dart out of the way by pressing a um, whatever button the screen prompts you with. And then sometimes you got to match the button. Like you'll get like, you'll be holding the jaws open of the shark as it's trying to bite you. And then you can just sit there and mash a button. And it's doesn't really require a whole lot of like uh thumb uh, uh, nimbleness. I suppose you can get by with just kind of like hitting it pretty quickly, but without doing it like really fast, you don't have to. Uh, yeah. Th- this isn't like, playing a uh, first or is there a, a pulley know, in like, the center like of, the, of thing, the rubber so. chicken what was that is there a pulley in the rubber chicken mm, not that i'm aware of do you understand that reference no okay it's a monkey I island don't. reference and that's okay oh okay okay yeah i haven't played monkey island in very very long time, it's a puzzle so. so dumb in the first monkey island they didn't put it in the remake or the remaster <laughs> they took it out of the remaster oh okay <laughs> yeah that's how dumb that puzzle was <laughs> I was going to say, most of the Monkey Island ones are pretty intuitive, so. What, Anna? Yeah, the chicken. The rubber chicken with the pulley. Because you need that to go down the zip line. It's it's a long story. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's uh, that's Dave the Diver. Like I said, it's... Have you met any mermaids? Completely enamored me. Yes, I have, actually. Well, mer people. Mer people, okay. Or sea, I guess they're mer- sea people. Mer so persons. That's the other thing, too. There is a, uh, there's a whole, like... Um, like Atlantean civilization here too. There's, there's, it's crazy. Is it like Avatar? Can you join? Uh, I haven't gotten there there? yet. Um, (laughs) if it's like Avatar, that means I'm probably just going to turn it off and stop there because I Mm -hmm. have no interest in Cowboys. It's the way of water. Indians win. Mm. Yeah. Hey, Ferngully was a fine movie. movie. Yeah, Ferngully was fine. Avatar and and Pocahontas was not quite as, you know, I never actually watched the Disney Pocahontas, so I don't know. Um, uh, you're not missing much. Yeah. And then uh, we have Miko, Avatar. Nico, the, <laughs> the, the, uh, the trash panda is cute in there. It's about all I remember about Pocahontas is the big raccoon. I have me. never surfed the ocean on the pale blue moon. I don't know the words of the the wind song. Yeah. It, it kills me that that whitewashed piece of trash is what thought Disney thought was going to get them to Oscar. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. Yeah. The cute animals and the sassy tree were the parts that held up for 
from which Fern Gully or Pocahontas? Yes. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> List of movies that are essentially just Fern Gully. Let's see. Do we have that? Because uh, they basically put all their funding into their Disney basically put all their funding oh, into Pocahontas. Is it Rango too? I saw Rango, but I don't remember it at all. That's the Johnny Depp as a lizard. Yeah. Was that also Ferngully? It probably was, wasn't it? I thought that was more like a Western. What, Anna? I know we did. Maybe this is... Hold on. Avatar is just Ferngully. Oh, I see. Iron Man 3 is Lethal Weapon and Lethal Weapon 2. Yeah, all right. Mad Max Furry Road is Rango. Got it. Yes. That makes more sense. Yeah. Furry Road? Fury yeah, I, I Road. Probably, I, Mad I Max Fury road, road is basically Rango. Which, yeah, alright. Okay. I'd rather watch the Fury Road version, though. Yeah. Because <laughs> that has people playing electric guitar with flamethrowers on giant... <laughs> giant... I don't know. What do you call those? How did we get on this? Oh, because of the mermaids. Fern Gully. It's... Mermaids Avatar. Yeah, yeah. Cowboys versus Indians. Indians win. That's, we that's gotta the, make Pocahontas the older in the Disney film. Can't actually depict accurate history of her arranged marriage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who is this anime guy who makes you weapons? Um, He's another person who makes fun of you. Pretty much everybody <laughs> makes fun of you in this game. Someone needs to make fun of him. I'm su- Well, you know what? Never mind. He lives the life <laughs> I want. <laughs> cool anime dude doing anime poses while making actually useful things. That's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> I, I'm also uh, impressed at the making of sushi because I've tried to make sushi before and that's hard. And see, the other reason why um, I would have never really tried this game is, again, um, we've talked about the last, I think the last time I was on, uh, my uh, my fear of the ocean. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this would not have really been on my radar before. <laughs> Like, oh, ocean Thankfully, you don't good. actually have. <laughs> All right, sorry. Now you just triggered me, Ocean Man. <laughs> you said Ocean Man. <laughs> you uh, you didn't have a panic attack at Finding Nemo, did you? Um, uh, Finding Dory, maybe that 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 scene where you're like going through the pipes or whatever. That was a little uncomfortable. Is Finding Nemo okay. two any good? I never watched it. Finding Dory. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was cute. I mean, if you like, is it the Nemo, same movie? Like um, probably. I don't remember Finding Nemo that much. That was one that was like. This is a really good sequel. Says I in the background like three hundred right. times. Why are so. we talking about? Has Dory got ADHD? No, she has short-term memory loss. What are you talking? ADHD. <laughs> She's I, a fish. <laughs> I, I asked that because I had a friend I worked with that said that she had to walk out of, uh, or she had a similar ocean fear that you did and had a panic attack at Finding Nemo and couldn't watch the movie because of it. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because I don't even think she said it was an IMAX or not. Well, I mean, maybe it's different with uh, Dave the Diver because he's got agency to improve his situation. Whereas yeah, in the movie, true. you just have to suffer and you don't know what to do and you can't do anything about it. That can be yeah, a bit more. To do with it. Yeah, I'm not just along for the ride. It's like I can I can make myself better. Although I, do <laughs> I can little... screw up and drown myself. I, I, I do get a little I do get a little like <laughs> when the does uh, it, oxygen starts. Does it have the sonic music? Does it have the sonic music? 
Does it do um, the do 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 do? That's that's no, how uh, to make that the it, most panic-inducing uh, experience. When when the oxygen starts running out, it um, the screen starts getting like, right on the edges, basically like letting you know you have low health and you need to get up to the surface or get to an escape pod very quickly or find I, more like, oxygen. Legitimate had mental adulting happen when I finally got over my fear of drowning in Sonic. Like I had to embrace that anxiety, marshal it, control it, and eventually come out the other end, no longer scared of the water levels in Sonic. And it's like, I grew up a little from the drowning noise. (laughs) Man, I just, I just thought the labyrinth zone was hard. I didn't have issues with it. Wow. It's like, I don't want to go underwater. I don't want to go underwater. And eventually I just, I got, I got, I got to do it if I'm going to get through the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that game uh, has probably introduced anxiety to a lot of kids. I found the underwater level in Earthworm Jim to be more anxiety-inducing myself. I don't remember that one. Earthworm I never Jim, got far. Okay, can I say something that I think is not controversial? That game isn't okay. very good. No, it's not. I'll go ahead and agree with you. Yeah, I've always, like, it. I love the idea of it and the way it looked, and then when I actually played it, I was like, this isn't very fun. I love the TV show. (laughs) It had that issue that a lot of 90s games had where they were trying to make it hard to curb the rental market. Mm -hmm. Because it's the second level that everybody tends to bail. Wow, is that just the second level? Yeah. Yeah. I just remember the one where you're going through like hell and or a digestive system. You know, with that game, it could be both. I don't remember at this yeah, point. It, there, there's a hell and there's a digestive system. <laughs> Though I, th- I think the digestive system was hard and wasn't good. <laughs> and then there was a second <laughs> one, but it's so well animated. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like right, uh, the- it, it, it's like the uh, Genesis uh, Aladdin game. It's really well animated, just not particularly Is it fun on to play. SNES as well? Or for some reason, yeah. we always played it on Genesis because I have the fart sound effects in my head from that game. Um, which, of course, it wouldn't sound like that on SNES. So I'm very confused in my head uh, what my memories are. That's a weird that, game. Yeah. Uh. And you're right, the cartoon is really good because uh, Dan Castellanella plays Earthworm Jim. They never finished it. Oh, the TV show? As far as I know, it just, you know, they had one or two seasons and then no more. There were no yeah. resolution. But here's the one. I'm the one who has the problem coming to Earthworm Jim looking for continuous plot with resolution. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say, you know, there's a lot of those cartoons Listen, that, that didn't get resolved. that was the era of the really cool, dark, edgy Sonic cartoon, all right? Like, there were some was, good cartoons. I was going to say, we don't talk about the Sonic cartoon and how sad that makes me that that mm-hmm. never got a, a resolution. Yep. Talk to me uh, about ExoSquad. What's ExoSquad? Um, basically, it was just this like sort of like space thing where um, people in uh, – especially they're basically just like mech suits um, were fighting each other and fighting um, aliens that uh, – or not aliens, but like the next generation of humans basically um, as they rebelled against their former human masters. Uh, so. Oh, this looks like uh, X-Men style though. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch this at all. It looks terrible. Oh, I love that show. I watched I the X-Men cartoon, show. which now that I look back, I realize also was animated terribly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
All right. Well, whatever. Oh, SWAT cats. All right. No, we're done. We're not going to go down the WB animated cartoon lifestyle. We're going to move on to the next game, which is... Uh, I don't know. What is it? Uh, uh, next you're up, man. Trails in Reverie. Well, hey. well, it it, work, it, it ties in because there's fishing because, you know, it's a JRPG. Oh, of course. <laughs> Wait, so am I playing a JRPG? Is that what I'm doing then? Just a very long side quest of it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Windows just suggested to me a photo memory where I came across my character from the Final Fantasy XI beta. Wow. Okay. Thanks. Why are we showing That's- this on... Th- this, is, this must be sitting on my OneDrive somewhere, and it's like, you should look at this photo from forever ago. I'm like, okay, cool. Remember this Look screenshot? at this photograph! <laughs> it's like, why am I doing this? Yeah, it's the. I know it's the beta because I got the name Nobuo, and I couldn't get that in the, the actual release of the game, because other people had heard of Nobuo Uematsu. <laughs> Man, okay, I'm old. Hi. Um. It's Microsoft. They're trying, but they're just not as good as the other tech companies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Trails. Trails. Tell me about Trails. I am... Happy Trails, so a, my friend. So coming into this one, I did not have high hopes for Trails into Reverie. Because mm-hmm. this is the, well, the... The closest comparison is probably like Trails in the Sky 3rd. It's kind of a wrap-up game for Crossbell... In Erebonia. And by the end of the Erebonia games, I was just, you know, like kind of trailsed out. The 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 <laughs> the cast had gotten so huge. It was so ridiculous that it it had it, it kind of started to, to 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 wear on me a little bit. And so with this game being a compilation of both Erebonia and Crossbell, I was really hesitant i was really concerned that it was going to be a lot like cold steel three and four where the cast had kind of ballooned to like 25 30 people and it was going to be even worse it was going to be you know all that cast from uh Arabonia, and then we're going to toss in all the people from crossbell on top of it and it was just going to be this you know absolute train wreck with you know like where, where the game would just constantly be, hey, here's this character that you saw from six games ago. You know, aren't you excited? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about that on Wednesday. Please be excited. <laughs> Please clap. But this one, it has it has way more pacing. Like it, it, it's much more like Trails Third than I even really expected. It really it does kind of bounce. It, it kind of bounces back and forth between telling like an actual linear story and then it bounces over to kind of a trails third. I'll stay away from spoilers, but kind of a trails third, uh, uh, mm, you know, area where you're able to kind of like bounce. Around <laughs> I love, I love how little you can talk about trails games at this point. Cause mm. everything's a spoiler. Cause everything mm-hmm. comes up multiple times and <laughs> you can't reference any progression of anything without spoiling something. Oh, I love it. <laughs> So, so yeah, it's got a lot of the weird stuff like, um, well, Kelly, you've played Trails, uh, Trails in the Sky third, where, where you had like the doors in that game. It mm-hmm. has kind of a similar mechanic where you get to see little snippets of, uh, things that are going on across the world that you, you know, otherwise wouldn't have a chance to see. It has weird side games. There's a magical girl, uh, uh, linear shooter side game that I've unlocked wow. already. 
Okay, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 back to Trails Third uh, with weird stuff like that. <laughs> will, will, will the fishing mini game want to throw my controller across the room? Oh, I don't know. I haven't gotten a fishing mini game yet, but you, it wouldn't surprise me if there's going to be an awful one in there. <laughs> the, uh, oh my God, the Trails the Third one. I I've never have been more pissed off at a fishing game than that one. That one was brutal. I, I have no clue what on earth they were doing in that one because it was so much more difficult than the fishing in the rest, you know, in the regular game. I have no clue why they were so awful. And it starts out just fine. And then that last thing, you're just like, no human can have that kind of reaction time. I was looking up <laughs> everything trying to figure out how to win that. And, you know, it, had to, it was to the point to where I had my TV off just listening to the sound so that I wouldn't be distracted and I still couldn't win that fishing game. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I remember beating it, but I remember it taking forever to beat that that mini game because oh, that was back when I was determined to do everything. <laughs> you poor person. No longer. I was gonna say, learned your lesson, huh? <laughs> yes, I've learned my lesson. Do you have to? All right, is that part of like completing all the guild? Uh, wow, I've forgotten the term for doing a request in that game. Uh, no, no, no. In that that one, it was a, a function of like trying to complete all all the different doors and and get all the little nubs of story that they were doling out from. Right. I've forgotten now. It's been a long time. What exactly you got when you finished those uh, side qu- or the uh, mini game doors? Do you remember, Kelly? Oh gosh, I don't remember. There was something you got. I can't remember if it was story or something else. It's been too long. But Reverie, like it, it's following three different groups as they're, you know, like unwinding this overall mystery or, or you know, events that are going on across both Erebonia and Crossbell. And they've like actually paired things back. Like you don't have the gigantic cast like you did in the Cold Steel games. Like you're you're getting like a a, a group that's centered around Lloyd and a group that's centered around Reen. They're both, you know, like you, you most of the time you're only having like six or seven characters are traveling around with you and a bunch of different people are getting swapped in and out as kind of like the story goes along. But it's it's dialed back. You're able to actually swap between the three different uh, a pass basically whenever you want, if you want to. So like, and which, you know, for me, I'm, like really like because like there's some nights when I just sit down and it's like, okay, I just want to, I want to have the TV on in the background and I just want to, you know, like do combat. Let me, let me swap over to this one. I'm in a dungeon. We'll just do dungeoning for two hours, you know, (laughs) but it's been, I, I, like I said, I was, I am been so pleasantly surprised with it because I expected it to be, you know, just character overload much like I felt like Cold Steel 4 was, and this it, it has not. It's been very interesting. It's been more restrained. I, I, I did not expect them to actually address, like, the, the, the kind of problems that I had with Cold Steel 4 in this one. I figured it would, you know, my, my hope would have to be holed out until they uh, move on from this area, but I, I, I've really been enjoying it a lot. Well, that's good. I, I still need to finish Azure before I can even touch Re- uh reverie correct oh yes like i mean that's the thing about this one absolutely positively you can you do not want to play this game until you finished both the crossbell and the erebonia games 
because it is, you know, it, it follows follows on right thereafter. And if you haven't, you know, played both, it, it, it's going to go right into uh, the story beats that are, are, are playing off that happened at the end of both of those games. Mm-hmm. I mean, my only gripe with the game so far is that the the combat is still it, it has just gotten I, I don't know how what your feelings on it, Kelly, like for towards the end. I mean, this is the exact same combat essentially as they had in Cold Steel four. But I, I felt like by the end of the Cold Steel games, the 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 combat, especially the boss battles, had just gotten really bloated. All of the characters had all the enemies had just insane amounts of hit points and they would just the the combat would just go on and on and on for 15, 20, 30 minutes. Not because it was necessarily like I, I was in any danger of dying. It's just they had so many hit points. It just went on forever. And there's still a little bit of that in this one. I think I've gotten better at the combat system finally, but it, it still is just kind of it, – it, it has that – anime syndrome where everything has to be bigger and more bombastic and we've just mm. kind of gotten to the point where mm. we're at game you know eight and nine where you know like th- they feel like they have to make everything crazy and bombastic to you know to top everything that's come before but it's kind of leading into just everything feeling kind of bloated yeah yeah i i felt that way those last two games e- even on easy mode <laughs> in the chat they say the enhanced mechanic and reverie can be a pain. What's that about? The enhanced mechanic. Uh I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> I I haven't Sounds good. I haven't experienced it. <laughs> so I don't know. It, yeah, it, no you clue. know, like it, it it has the series itself as it goes along, it has some of those anime pitfalls, the the you know, the real lack of uh, Anime I mean, has no pitfalls. I, <laughs> other than reusing well, the isekai truck a little much but other than that well this is an isekai it's just all there it's I know. just a fantasy exactly. world <laughs> what are you complaining about Pokemon anime has had pitfalls all the time in them well Go yeah this, this game is like oh oh the enhanced mechanic where the bosses can enhance oh yes 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 i I thought that was in uh cold steel 4 as well where where you'll get like halfway through a boss fight and the boss will just kind of like level up and will get extra strength and uh kind of reheal their health and then you have to try and take them down like yes that is quite annoying i think that was in cold steel 4 but maybe that was new to reverie i hate stuff like that too yes it's exceedingly annoying. So so you either have to like try to either try and wipe the boss out as you know, like basically like save up all your special attacks, get them most of the way down to like about half health, and then just try and wail on them to kill them all and kill them off in one go, you know, so before they can pull that off, or mm-hmm. you know, like you it, it ends up being an exceedingly annoying and long fight. Uh, it, it's weird. Like Trails has, um, it's almost like the opposite thing of uh, of Game of Thrones. You know, Game of Thrones it has this insanely huge cast, and then George Martin is like killing off all your favorites. And then Trails, you know, the 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 narrative thing that sometimes bugs me is just like the lack of the lack of 
consequences because nobody ever, you know, like it, it's extremely rare that anybody actually dies. Even when they make, even when they side with the bad guys, we're, we're just like, ah, oh, we're not going to kill them off. They're okay. We'll let them back. You know, like they, <laughs> they, they you know, they kind of hand wave the reasons and that, that's a little bit, you know, everyone you don't kill getting- in an anime is an eventual ally. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. It has I learned that, that from you, um, you, you Hakusho. A <laughs> little bit of Dragon Ball too there. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, Piccolo. Yeah, the further and further you get into trails, the more and more anime I think it becomes. And, and I, I guess well, s- some of that, some of that is like it's been going for. How does it become now, more so anime? Like, what are you talking? Well, it started out as as anime, but it well, wasn't well, bombastic. That, you're thing. right. It's, it was early been, episode anime to begin with, and now it's well. well it's been going game. on for 20 years. Yeah. So you know the earlier games are 20 years ago anime, oh, so gosh. it feels totally different now. Mm-hmm. You're, you're are you talking a... about those weird games before the and no, trails? Ones? Talk or, about no, no, trails no. in the sky. Talk about trails. That's in the old. Sky. It's that 20 was... years old, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> That was 2013. Maybe I'm... no, 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 no. Like originally in Japan, we're talking like 2005. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, okay. They were, they were old when we got, when we got. Yeah, them. we got the PSP versions. Those weren't the first incar- incarnations, right? Damn, right. damn I right. am old. <laughs> they got to match I up really... to current a- animes now, says Chiyotsu. <laughs> so it it's, like... all, it's all it's uh, all isekai into an uh, an immersive MMO. Or um, slice of life. I'm a dragon who wants to run a farm. Or um, actually, what's left? That's actually all I know. Trails doesn't actually align to current animes, as far as I can tell. Because that's it. That's it's slice of life about somebody doing something really weird and out of place for them, or being killed and woken up in another world. That's it. Tam, Tam's gonna jump on and correct me. Like, no, <laughs> let me review the current season of anime with you. <laughs> well, 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 technically in Reverie, Chris, I mean, you you do kind of go into this other world, the Reverie, where you oh, actually no. go through dungeons. No, so, so it does kind of fit. Can ah. you not log out until you finish? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, it's not it's not an MMO. So okay. there we go. All right. <sighs> So, so who have you been sleeping with, Chris, in Baldur's Gate 3? Oh, you might want to ask that from the other direction. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe the easier question is who haven't you I danced with? with Will. I did, too. I summoned magic with Gale. I did, too. I was dominated by Lazelle. Not that yet. Um, and then I broke up with her because I want to have a romance with others, and it seemed like it was locking me out of that. So I said, goodbye, Klingon waifu. Um, I have other waifus to have. And that's all I've gotten through so far. There's been only sexing with Lazelle. So I'm 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 trying, but I'm not doing a good job. And I, I know that this is a disappointment to my responsibilities on the podcast, but I want you to know that I understand that and I, I will take my responsibilities seriously and I hope to report back to you with more success in the future. Yeah, so I had been trying to get into Gail's pants pretty much this entire game. So <laughs> that seems imagine- pretty easy because I accidentally did it. Like the first party I had is like, oh, you and Gail. Like, what are you talking about? I just said I was going to meet him later. Oh, that's what he meant. Oh. <laughs> but they never actually, you never actually banged. You just, they just wanted to talk, the jerk. I know. Yeah. <laughs> But, but imagine they got a lot of game. Was... They got to stretch it out, Kelly. 
what's his name again? The the warlock. Will. Will. So imagine my surprise when I wake up in the middle of the night and Will is dancing. Yeah. And then I'm, uh, your, ta- I'm your warlock dancer, a dancer <laughs> for demons. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that was good. Um, <laughs> and and then you know we dance and it's like kiss. Like sure, I- I'll kiss. Why not? And then the next morning, Gail's all pissy with me. It's like, look, you got to pick me, me or Gail. And yeah, like, well, he did that to me too with Lazel. That's why I broke up with Lazel. <laughs> and it's like, he, he, well, you know, I've I've been, I've been talking to you every single time I'm in camp, and you mentioned something about reading intimate books or whatever. And I said I've seen books with plenty of diagrams, and I thought that was a hint. And I don't that, know that, if anybody is poly in this game. I think yeah. that might be a bit too progressive for this game to have. <laughs> Yeah. Progressive? Is that progressive? Sure. I don't know. It's a choice. (laughs) I'm surprised it's not represented, is what I'll say. I'm not passing judgment on whether I. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) I was already delighted at at seeing like uh, black and Asian tieflings, which I know it probably pisses off a certain part of the demographic. I would love that. Yeah. Why would that piss anybody off? Wait, how do you have a black tiefling? Wouldn't they be red? I'm so confused how do you tell that they're black what am i missing do you mean literally their skin is black or like what do you mean by black tieflings i i think i meant black elves black oh drows no 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 like like oh 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 yes that's that's amazing i remember what you're talking about yes i'm glad those are yes i'm glad they did that because you know how there's an it's there. like I don't want to. It, it it breaks my immersion when I see people of color in my fantasy. And it's like yeah, I'm like they're literally people of strange colors in your fantasy game already. So what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, like, like you're in a world with dragons and elves, and you're bitching about a- Asian elves. Like, get a life anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're, they're about? telling you what you need to know about them, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Exactly. See, if nothing else, it's doing you a favor in that sense, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. So what was I talking about again? Oh, yeah, making Gail jealous. So he's like, oh, you got to pick me, or, or uh, why am I blanking on his name? Will. Will. His Will. name is Will. Because it's spelled with a Y, and that's weird. Oh, uh, I was going to say, it's very, it's, it's a fantasy spelling. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why. So, um, I was like, oh, no, don't, don't, don't be mad, baby. You always be my number one or something like that. <laughs> You'll be on the top five. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that good enough for you? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I made him jealous and mm-hmm. I, I felt bad, but at the same time, it's like, Gail, shit or get off the pot. Come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I posted some interesting bit, bits of my Twitter last night about wanting a three-way. Who, who did I say I wanted that? I think I wanted it with Asheron and Gale. But anyway. Uh, and, and yeah, I've been glued to this game all week. <laughs> I have not been able to put it down. I noticed. <laughs> I, I keep looking like, oh, Kelly's playing. Game. Oh, she's still playing. Oh, Kelly's still playing. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I think she's playing on Steam Deck now. It's got a little controller icon. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. So it actually, my, my PC isn't that great. So it runs better on my Steam Deck than on my PC at the moment, which I'm fine with. Um, the only thing I'm worried about is that I'm afraid my Steam Deck Deck's going to catch on fire for you know having mm-hmm. these marathon sessions. Hey, but on the good day. part, on the good news, your Steam Deck doesn't have the problem mine had since you seem to be running this just fine. Because I'm pretty sure if you had the issue my Steam Deck had, it would not. You would not be enjoying your time with the game. Oh, the frame rate issue? Yeah. No, um, I, it's been running just fine. Yeah. And I, I I don't know if this was fixed in a patch, but I figured out how to finally fix that issue I was having where if I tried to turn on my controller, I'd have to back out of the game. Oh, first. weird. Yeah, and they have it so that you can... Um, you tell it what controller order to be and so you just put the controller as first yes and okay that's work. a steam deck issue um okay, yeah. yes um so what i did i took a different route and i'm not telling you to take this route because you've learned how to do it this way which is probably fine i disabled steam up input for this game um okay so that's another way of dealing with it but then you get other weirdness like every time i accidentally touch the screen the game auto adapts and thinks, oh, you're, it's time for PC mouse input now. So I'm going to relay out. Okay, it still does that. Okay. Yeah. I hate that. I, I but tried. I've got PS, I've got PlayStation icons now for my buttons. And that's what my goal was. <laughs> Even in the game? Yeah. How do you do that? I turn off Steam I, input it, for the game. I made the game oh. detect the controller and it has PlayStation controller support. So it figured it out and put the right icons up. I need to do that. Because I I have an Xbox controller, but it drives me up the wall. Oh, well, you're fine, then. The, the, well, no, the A button sticks. So I've accidentally said things that I didn't want to say oh. because uh, the Because A you don't want to use a, <laughs> a PlayStation yeah. controller because the icons well, wouldn't match? Well, at the time, I, um, I thought that the issue that I was having was because of the PlayStation oh, controller. Oh, okay. And All now right. that I know what I'm doing, I, I booted it up this morning. I hooked in a PlayStation controller, and now it's How do you bring up the map with your controller? Oh, you have to, you know, you're on the Xbox, so you're used to pressing the left, the select button. Um, yeah, on the PlayStation, I, you can also press the uh, the map key, <laughs> as we know it, <laughs> um, the, the, tr- oh. the touchpad, to bring up the map, which is great. But if you drag your finger... It'll treat it like you're dragging a mouse. So you have to be careful when you touch the map button without Steam input on. I don't know how it is if you leave Steam input on. I think it just doesn't work. (laughs) I'll have to pick your brain later about turning Steam input off when I'm on TV. Yeah, it's like when you're in the game, you go to the controller settings that you're already used to going to for doing the controller order. And then in there, you can turn Steam input off. Then you have to restart the game. So, But yeah, pick my brain later. I'll walk you through it. And then... just remember how to turn it back on in case you don't like it. Yeah, because I, I definitely want it to show PlayStation inputs. So I, don't I don't know why that confused. mattered a lot to me. It's like, I want the right button icons. No, no, I did too. <laughs> like, when I was trying to play Yakuza 0 on my Steam Deck, and even even though it said the right inputs, I was getting so confused because of how the Xbox inputs uh, and consequently the Steam Deck inputs are all ass backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I ended up having to go back to the PlayStation version just because it was driving me up the wall. I couldn't stand it. I I, I did a really good karaoke in the PlayStation version and then just outright failed it in the um, Steam version because. 
Um, and like I said, my Xbox controller has a sticky button, and I have no. I, I have tried putting rubbing, rubbing alcohol in it numerous times, and I just you're going to have to take that. it apart. You, yeah. it's at an area you can't get with the rubbing alcohol, probably. Yeah. That, Does Vaughn like to do surgery on controllers? Maybe he can help you out. I, I don't know. I'd have to ask him. It, well, um, you are married to him. You can probably he might be able to spare you the time. I don't, says Vaughn. Oh, fine, Vaughn. What are you useful for? Come on. Uh, being hugs. cute. Oh, be, being cute and hugs Aww. and being oh, sweet right, to then. the kitty cats. Okay. And taking the dog outside. Yeah, that no, no. I st- I still have to do that at night because the dog. Oh. Remember, the dog does not acknowledge my presence if Vaughn is around. <laughs> I'm sorry. It still makes me laugh. Yeah. That's, that's, what, <laughs> that's what happens when you have a sex separation anxiety like Puppy. dog. But anyway, um, what was I talking about? So I I think I had the thing at Lights Hope. Uh, what is, what is it? Last light in? I think I had that Light's go bad. last hope, I think. Yeah. Because I was trying to beat the black winged guy and then the cleric let's got Be careful taken not away. to let's let's not spoil, Kelly. Let's not spoil. Okay. You had a you had an unfavorable outcome from that battle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and at this point, I'm just gonna gonna keep it because uh, that that was a lot of time last night, and I don't feel like having to redeal with it. Yeah, that's totally valid, though. Like the game will deal with that. So yeah, I um, I reloaded until that battle went better for me. Oh, so yeah, I I see. I didn't know if there was multiple ways that battle would go, but I, well, I, I wanted I, to find out. Um, yeah. So I did it until it succeeded, and I'm like. Uh, I hope I'm not wasting my time and this isn't unwinnable. And it turned out, no, it is not. Because I... um, I also had the the rescuing of the gnomes uh, go bad. Mm. Well, not really go bad. It, it like because I was sticking through the castle, stuff progressed, and just didn't realize I was there. Apparently. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's and that one was, of those ones that like I had to reload to go back a bit because it's like, oh, you're going to progress if I take a long rest here. All right, so I'm go- I'm going to finish this first and then take my long rest. So I had to redo a little bit. That did bug me. I saved all the druids at the grove, which oh. is good. Um, I w- wiped out that camp or the the goblin camp, um, which I was happy. Did about. you play with the mama owl bear? No. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was a mama owl bear. There's a mama owl bear, but um, like you've already kind of pe- gone through the uh, the payoff of that one, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I did, however, um, in- inquire more than I probably should have about the weird ox. <laughs> I've spent so much time on the weird ox. I learned uh, everything there is to learn about that weird ox. <laughs> my, I just killed it. <laughs> I, it, it screamed at me about all I wanted was to be brushed. Yeah, all right, you nice did that. Hay. Yeah, and the, yeah. I reset and I said, you know what? I respect that. I'm going to let you be. Uh, Ed, Ed, the, the other oxes were like, oh, well, that was uh, that. That, <laughs> that was, was strange. We, we, we thought that something was up about that guy. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Uh, um, also, I'm blanking on her name, but Buff Tiefling Chick is my new best friend because when I got her in my party, Carlac. 
Carlac, yeah, uh, and and yeah, by Carlac is like, like strong BFF vibes, right? Yeah, she she reminds me of Valkyrie and Thor Ragnarok in a way. Um, j- just very well. I mean, Valkyrie was kind of a drunk in that movie. Maybe that isn't a good comparison. I don't know. She, the point is, I I like her because she's she's always like, yeah, let's go do this. And when I went to kill those paladins, and she just went nuts, shooting up everything in the uh, it was great area. Yeah, uh, she's I, I she's having... good. She might be who I like after I've sampled all the goods of everyone in my camp. <laughs> I may settle down with Carlac. Uh. I mean, I had a very Leroy Jenkins moment there when she when I was like, "Oh God, she's going in! Oh God, what is she doing? Mm-hmm. She's she's destroying everything." I better okay. wait. I hope this ends, <laughs> otherwise, I'm going to have to uh, reload or take her out. <laughs> and and when you go to kill those paladins, and she's like, "F yeah!" I'm like, "Yeah, I like this chick. Mm-hmm. She, she's my new she's my new tank. She's great." Um. I, I gave her a big old axe that has that every time you use it, it asks if you want to have a defensive. Oh, I've got that. Uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. But I hate having to answer that every time. I'm trying to find a way to automatically turn that off unless I want it on. <laughs> but, but it's like that 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 shit can take a hit. I want to know, do you all switch? Um, well, I guess it's just you playing, Kelly. But in the chat, too, like, do you switch your parties out regularly? I feel like I need to spend time with everyone, so I have trouble just sticking with one party. I've been sticking with the one party. As a matter of fact, that bit, that bit me in the ass a little bit because of the bug. I, I when I kicked, or rather, when I got the druid hanging out with me, I kicked Shadowheart out, thinking that that druid was going to be a playable character. And when it wasn't, I was like, okay, well, I guess Shadowheart's coming back. Where is she? And I couldn't find her. And oh, no. apparently. That's a bug that if you kick her out at that point, she just kind of disappears for <gasps> a while. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, and Did she come saying, back? Yeah, she came back. Oh, good. It was just like, wow, that. Okay. So I, I respect Asher. Asher. Is that his name? Nope. S- sexy vampire. Asterian. Asterian. Thank you. Asterian. I I, sw- I switched him to a bard to compensate. <laughs> he makes sense as a bard. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to do cleric. He's too useful I, as a rogue for me, but yes, you're right. I mean, I, I was going to do cleric, and then I saw that bard could do uh, kind of healing stuff, too. And I was like, okay, well, let's just do bard, because that, to me, that makes a little bit more sense, and that way I get some buffs. Mm-hmm. And... Bard is That'll the most nice. OP class in D and D five. Yeah, he can do everything. And, and granted, he's a little bit squishy, but he can still heal and still dish out some damage when needed. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, I will never make fun of Magic Missile ever again mm-hmm. because that, my God, that is one of the most OP spells I have ever seen. At low levels, uh, at least, but yeah. I got in a fight with a mind flayer, and I. By the way, I have a thing that gives me extra uh, charges, to an extra charge to it too. So I got in a fight with a mind flayer, and just did magic missile on it. Like you I fought that six, mind flayer. Yeah. Why? Don't know. It, it okay. just it burst out at me, and I was like, Oh, well, it burst. You're okay, dead. a different one then. All right. Yeah. 
Um, but I, I did magic missile on it and brought it down to like half of its health in one shot. And it's like, yeah, magic missile in this game is OP as hell, especially when you get it to third level. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I haven't really been mm-hmm. using uh, I feel like it's been a waste not using a whole bunch of other spells because magic missile is so useful. What is, um, hmm. So one of the things I don't know is like, I went through and was trying to respec all my characters and be like, what are the choices I would make? And I mostly ended up keeping them the same spec that they were. I just kind of rechose some, um, some spell choices. And part of it, I, as I was going through it, like I'm, I'm realizing I don't understand what classes are overpowered in D and D and why people go for certain, um, certain subclasses, certain builds. And one of those builds that I was, that I've heard of before is like this arcane trickster. Like it's a rogue with magic ability. It's a Starian spec. And I'm like, why, why do people want like a little bit of magic spells on their rogue? Why not just make their thieving abilities better or their backstab damage better? And I'm like, I really don't understand D and D party building and um, I don't know where to learn how to do it. Right. <laughs> um, I, I learned part of it from watching a lot of critical role because um, th- this season. So Liam Le- O'Brien is playing Orem, a uh, fi- halfling fighter and he gets like just tons of hits per turn. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I made my character as, as a, as a fighter. And yeah, I, I believe that he gets tons of hits per turn because like I can do a two handed attack, uh, do an action surge, do another two. No, wait, something about, I think wolf rage on the barbarian gives me extra advantage. It gives you advantage. yeah. Yeah. So I can do my main head attack twice do an action search and then do that all over again. So it just turns it just turns mobs into mincemeat at that point. Uh, the the one fight at the end, it was a lot of mobs, but because I could do so many turns, it was a joke. Um, so Cyrail in the chat says for D and D five E, the big reason people want arcane tricksters so they can use Mage Hand to do all the lock picking and stuff remotely. The way it's implemented in Baldur's Gate three. Uh, it doesn't work because you can't do that stuff with the mage hand, which is like, you know what? I did try to do that with my mage hand. I'm like, oh, I've got this mage hand. That's part of why I spec this way. How about I do this? That way I can do stealthy uh, lock picking. And it's like, no, it won't let me do anything. It won't let me lift anything. This sucks. (laughs) Yeah, that aspect of the game kind of annoyed me. or Not just necessarily mage hand, but I found a spot via perception check where it said that it was a tiny hole. Yep. Um, so my first instinct. I turn into a f- kitty cat and go in the hole with my druid. See, see, I tried to do find familiar to do that and it wouldn't let me. Oh. And you and I. I mean, I've seen Critical Role do that all the time, where that they would turn in, to, or they would use find familiar to get into a small spot. So I don't know if that's. You can also oversight. use well, not enlarge shrink. There's another one where you can be tiny for that. There's a number of things to use for getting in tiny spaces, but I don't know them all. And that's would, part of the problem, that I don't know them all, so you don't know that you have these options at your disposal sometime. You but, would just think that Find Familiar would be one of the solutions. Yes, and it's I not. agree. It should be. What's up with as that? As soon as I saw that you could get Find Familiar, it's like, hell yeah, kitty cat. Um, all it does is meow to get Mob's attention, but I don't care. Kitty cat. Uh 
I also at some point want to get a druid so that I can do the panther cat form because watching that one druid do cat form and just saying that she could. Oh yeah, Jahira was doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got that um, form now. Um, I've got that in Owlbear. I actually spend more time in Owlbear because it has an AOE. Um, oh, okay. But the Panther's also really strong, so... Yeah. They're both great. Remember, I will not do an Optian build if there's a cat involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just me. Uh, what else? Um, I think that's been pretty much it. Like I said, I'm, I'm in the shit... I keep wanting to call it the Shadowlands. It's not. I'm in that shadow area, and I'm trying to find a way into Moonrise Tower. Um, and I don't know where I'm going to go from there. Because last night before I went to bed, I accidentally got in a fight with some like weird shadow baboons, and that didn't go well. So I had to reload that save. Um. I'm I'm enjoying the game thus far. I, I I've always joked about being allergic to CRPGs because of how complicated they are. Once I figured out that the combat in this game was basically Final Fantasy Tactics, it's like all of a sudden it clicked. <laughs> Tactical uh, D and D. Yeah. Um. My one annoyance, and I I I don't know if you're having this problem, Chris, playing it with the the controller, is that my God the how many times I've accidentally stole something when I meant to just talk to somebody. Yeah. Targeting is bad. Um, yeah. On controller. And so I, I, they have the, the D pad you can use to find grain. You're targeting like to choose left and right to find, choose something to target, but it doesn't select everything. It just selects the things that are in like a cone of vision in front of you. So it can be a real yeah. pain in the butt. Yeah, so it that, is better been- on mouse and keyboard there. Um, and unfortunately, on my PC, it runs like a slideshow, mm. even at low graphic settings. Your, on my Vaughn should build you a better PC. At some point, I'm gonna probably get me a better gaming PC. But at the same time, I don't know if I don't know if I should waste the money because I have a Steam Deck. I mean, if you're just gonna uh, play on the Steam Deck anyway and you're happy, then don't waste the money. Yeah, but it, yeah, it can look a lot. Bluetooth keyboard or whatever. It can look a lot. Oh, that's a good point. You could get a little dock and a keyboard and stuff, um, mm-hmm. but it can look a lot better than it does on a Steam Deck, I'll tell you that much. But yeah, you're, you're investing first... a fair amount to get to that point. <laughs> you are these first... days. Yeah, the I mean, first... at that point, like, how how are you going to be playing this still at that point? Uh, so yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah, the first time I hooked this up to my oh, TV. Wait, Kelly, cross save. Just play it on PS5. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd have to double dip at that point, though. I know, but it's cheaper than buying a PC. <laughs> I know. But that doesn't solve That's... the keyboard and mouse issue. Right. Yeah. Darn. I didn't think about that. Um, th- That being said, when I first pulled this up on the PC, and <laughs> or rather not on the PC, on my TV, doing the TV out on my Steam Deck, it was like, wow, this looks like shit on my TV. <laughs> yep. Um. And I kind of messed with it, the the settings a little bit to make it look better, and I just kind of got used to it. Um, but yeah, I was like, "Oh God, my eyes!" <laughs> uh, 
just pretend it was made in uh, PS2 era and you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like with, with when it's up close and the character models are up close, it looks fine. It's when it's zoomed out and in like an outdoor area is when it gets all blurry. Um, and Dreamcast era. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vaughn said that when he realized the gameplay was Final Fantasy Tactics, he he doped out because he doesn't like strategy games. That's and plus he was kind of getting really annoyed at worrying that he was making bad choices and stuff too. No, you're making the right choices for you. It's fine. There are no wrong choices. I mean, I mean, I get why. Also, you can just F five, F eight a lot. So, um, or uh, Y and X for me, but um, I can understand why it wasn't grabbing him. Um, for me, I just got completely sucked in. Um, I've been having a lot of fun with the game. Uh, I, how many axes there? Do you know? I don't. I think it might just be three because I've never heard Act Four mentioned or talked about. Okay. And I don't think it tells you when you've transitioned to Act. So, unfortunately, my only way to talk to you about Acts is technically spoilers. So I'm, I'm okay. just gonna say that. I think Baldur's Gate itself shows up in Act Three. Okay. Is my well, understanding? It, it uh, gave me an achievement for switching acts. Oh, all right then. Yeah, I need to go review my achievements and see if I'm actually in Act Two. Then <laughs> you you must not have the uh, achievement pop up activated on your Steam Deck. Um, I do have it, but sometimes I miss them. Like if think if I'm watching a cutscene or something, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, no, the I achievement. can see that. Yeah. I I know it kept telling me that you were playing yesterday, which I thought was neat. <laughs> I should have uh should have hung out last night and compared notes. Oh, did it keep popping up because I was like resuming from sleep or something? Sorry about that. That can be a not yeah. annoying. Eh, it's fine. I just thought it was funny that we were both. I've had to, so I, I know someone else who like um pops into games a lot because they're idle games and they close them and so I was getting just constant barrages of pop-ups from them and mm. turning that off on Steam seems to you can tell it to stop telling you and it still tells you for quite some time before whatever filters through their system to actually stop giving you those notifications <laughs> cuz it took me days to actually stop getting them <laughs> So okay, that that's weird. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. What are we talking about? Oh, uh, I'm sticking with I this play game for, for an long... individual. Yeah. It doesn't though. Anna's talking to me about notifications. Um, what are we talking about? Uh, Baldur's um, Gate. Yes. Well, I'm sticking to this game for the long haul, and I finished. I'm up, glad you're enjoying uh, it. Oh, thank you, thank you. I, I, um. Because I finished up Diablo Four. Oh, good for you! Week, uh, the, the main campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, see the giant sequel, baby, end cutscene. Yeah, and then um, unlocked World Tier Three and played for like thirty minutes of World Tier Three and infected <laughs> like, it to two yep. because uh, you weren't ready. <laughs> uh, screw stun locking. Yep. So after watching a couple of YouTube videos, apparently I'm not the only person that's dealing with that. You're not. Absolutely. Yeah. Hates you're not. It. You're not. Um, 
and then I decided to roll a necromancer just for the heck of it to, mm-hmm. as a seasonal character. And I, I played for a little bit and, and I was really enjoying necromancer, but I had to stop because say, seeing the battle pass or, or seeing the <laughs> battle pass progression and seeing all the stuff I'm missing out on yep. not paying the 10 bucks it mm-hmm. was just really annoying me and I, I'm sorry I'm not paying an extra 10 bucks for the privileges you really shouldn't yeah yeah it's not so worth it me, I mean I've paid for the idle champions battle pass but that's a free-to-play game yep uh, and you actually, it feels like you actually get stuff worth a crap with the, well, I'm, the, the that, battle that, pass. Well, remember, they're pay to win, so you actually do get stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Idol Champions very much pay to win game. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there's no doubt about it, but it's like. With so you are getting some for your money, but also they're exploiting you. <laughs> feels better because yeah it's sad that somehow feels better than the non-pay to win game that's how bad they've screwed up with this battle pass and game well well because in in idle champions when you're doing a season you can power up like five characters at a time Mm -hmm. and you get all kinds of cool stuff for it and you're you're encouraged to kind of mix up your gameplay a little bit in that and that's what makes it fun and kind of worth the 10 bucks sure versus diablo where it's like hey you paid 70 dollars for this game why don't you pay a little bit extra to get all these transmogs that you're not going to use even though they do look kind of cool uh and it just it's just bugging me it, it seems so shitty to me Especially when in Diablo three the the seasonal stuff didn't have any of that and it felt like it was fun. So uh, it didn't have any of that. I I thought that you could get like they had armors. They had the the pack for the necromancer and they had the expansion. Did they have I other thought, cosmetics? I thought that you could get different cosmetics for doing seasons in Diablo. Oh yeah yeah, but they were free. Yeah they were yeah, free. Yeah yeah yeah. So. It didn't feel. It felt like you could still do stuff and have fun. This is like no. Well, I mean, you get free cosmetics here too from the gear itself. Yeah. Well, I guess they had that in Diablo three too. I don't know. You're right. I mean, and and apparently there's a ton of you. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And I watched a bunch of YouTube videos on it. Now my recommendations are just nothing but YouTube videos talking about how Diablo 4 is terrible. (laughs) It's like, well, the game itself isn't terrible. It's just the post game. It's the it's the it's everything about how they're handling it (laughs) is terrible. And it's just it's so frustrating. It's just painfully frustrating, and that's what's killing it for folks. And then Baldur's Gate 3 came out, and it's so good, and it doesn't ask for any microtransaction money. And so people are like, you know what? Why would I keep playing Diablo 4 right now? And so they're not. Also, PoE season, new season just came out in Path of Exile, so it's like, I'm I'm playing that. I I need to put down the, or download the PoE for PS4 and give it a whirl because that uh you can it's better on pc but i guess it it should work run out k on your pc you just have to turn the settings down um um it's also poe works on the steam deck too kelly oh okay so you might want to check it out that way just because uh the the pc the console version is fine but it's missing things that the pc version has well, I felt like I wanted to give it a try. Whether or not I do or not is any anybody's question because just I get I, a guide. 
get a yep. season starting guide from like Zizaran or something because it, you don't Kelly you don't want to go you don't want to oh, what's the button for it this game's so complicated I can't even make fun of it efficiently um but, oh you don't want to tackle this on your own Kelly if you look at the stream yeah I, I see it yeah no, I see it it looks complicated this is just one of multiple skill trees. This is just, there's also one for the maps, and then I think there's another skill tree this season. So, just, you need a little bit of guidance. <laughs> Definitely not safe to go alone. Uh, not your first but, time, at least. You will make a character that can't, well, I mean, you'll be able to finish a story, maybe. Yeah. But that's that about it. And, and if that's all that you want to do, be. then yeah, do it your way. But just, if you want to actually do, like, endgame at all, you follow guide. That, that that sounds about right, but um, what do I keep trying to say? Uh, you know, I, I've still got a good chunk of time to do in Baldur's Gate, and at some point in my life, I want to get to Trails to Azure so that I can get to Trails to Reverie. Uh, you got to get caught up on the trails. Got to get on that yeah. trail. And at the time, I just have not been in the mood for a long-term based RPG yet. So that's why I haven't really touched uh, trails. Um, well, well, they're 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 shorter than some of the other trails games, you know, more like sixty-ish hours. Yeah, sixty to eighty, you know, not not you know, one hundred and twenty. It's good. Small investment. <laughs> only a week and a half of uh, only like a you know a work week and a half of your life there. No big yeah. deal. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, that that's pretty much my gaming life right now is uh, all um what am I trying to say? All Baldur's Gate all the time. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, no, it's it's been a lot of fun. I, I'm genuinely surprised that I I I'm enjoying it as much as I am because I tend not to like Western RPGs, but they they did a good job of easing you into this one enough that I didn't feel overwhelmed at all. And that's always been my problem with CRPGs. And it's probably a bad example, but like I remember trying Fallout and getting out of the vault and being like, okay, where do I go? What do I do? I have no clue. And I'm dead. Uh, I'm going to go do something else because this sucks. (laughs) That's pretty much been every CRPG I've ever tried. I sort of was enjoying my time with Planscape, but I was really having trouble with the text size in that game. Even on PC, it was hard to read. It's a very old game at this point. Yeah. Yeah, and and that sucks because Planscape is one of my favorite settings. I'm enjoying this D&D setting. It It has been so much fun. Uh, I, I definitely feel like I'm I'm missing out by not being. In. It seems like oh. everybody's playing. Why aren't it you in. playing it, Josh? I don't because because trails. I don't know. It's not an yeah. answer. I am one big one. Tra- trails trails is a commitment. I don't blame him for wanting to do that. But you know, who knows? This game might go on sale on Black Friday or something, and you can get a shot at it. <laughs> this game is going to be a very interesting backtrack in two years. <laughs> D&D waifu simulator, we could call it. Oh, as more mods come out, it's going to get real dirty, I bet. (laughs) 
oh, real I dirtier. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know that they were uh, working on mods for the game. Oh, people are making mods, yes. I don't <laughs> even know if it has official mod support. It probably does because it's Larian, but even if it doesn't, there will be mods, Kelly. There will be mods. Oh, and I haven't even been, been doing a lot of the fun stuff, like, you know, blowing up the entire goblin camp. Oh, that was funny. It. Go <laughs> look up on YouTube for Halfling Barbarians and uh, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Though, at some point, I did accidentally pick up a dead body and was like, how did I get this? And I dropped it and Volo in my camp freaked out. Um, I don't know if you've had that experience. No. Yeah. Um, what what else happened that was funny? Well, I I talked to His Majesty, and yep, that was definitely a cat. Mm-hmm. So you know, I've I've known sphinxes to be very cantankerous, so th- I'm not surprised that that cat was kind of a jerk. Is there a cat that isn't cantankerous, Kelly? Um, my mom's cat Phoebe. Okay. She is the most loving affectionate cat you will ever meet. Not Josh's cat. No, definitely not Josh's cat. No. But my favorite part about meeting uh, His Majesty was uh, talking to animals. Oh, His Majesty, for folks who don't know, it's a cat in the game of Baldur's Gate 3. (laughs) A sphinx cat. And him going, hiss, hiss, I say. (laughs) And you you say, well, I'm just here to admire you. And he's like, oh, okay, well, go on. And you just (laughs) You just pick admire him, uh, admire him in silence, and he just sits there and he's like, "Okay, that's enough. That's I'm enough." With you. <laughs> if you talk to him again, he's like, "No, leave." <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I swear that that voice sounds like Stephen Fry. I was trying to Google who that voice was and couldn't find it. If anybody can tell me who the voice factor actor is for His Majesty in Baldur's Gate 3, let me know, because Important it, sounded, info. <laughs> it sounded so familiar, and, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they did get, like, an A-list actor or something to do just that little bit of a dialogue. So, I I think I'm done. Cool. I, I think, I, I stepped over your Let's Play, or what you were playing, Chris, I'm sorry. No, that you... was it. I was just Baldur's okay. Gate 3, and then last night I started Path of Exile's new season, I don't have anything new to say about the new season, except I bought some supporter packs this season. So I have, cause I'm playing, this is my first time playing through with crazy. I spent money on the game cosmetic effects, including like loot. I pick up floating around me as I pick it up, which I think is great. Um, and also this game just, it feels better than Diablo four right now. Well, <sighs> it's, but like Diablo four is great. It's just all the baggage of Diablo four is not great. <laughs> It's well, like, I'm, guys, make it better. And it's just, it's a matter of just being patient and letting them fix the game. And then also for Activision f- Blizzard to get over themselves and maybe not being so greedy. And that's probably not going to happen. And Diablo 4 will just be remembered as that game that the microtransactions ruined. <laughs> what's going to be amusing to me is the people that are going to be like, well, actually, Diablo 3 was good because of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you, you weren't saying that two years ago you hated diablo 3 just because you oh they they did there was a whole thing like this happened with diablo 3 people played diablo 3 then path of exile had an update everyone said d3 bad and went to play path of exile 
And then later they fixed Diablo 3. Like, this whole thing happened. It's just... Yeah. This time, I I think it's more public. Like, it's not just... Go ahead. I remember this very conversation kind of going on 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 this podcast, those, you know, all those years ago. (laughs) Yeah, I think I remember, too. I think it was Manny that was talking about it, actually. Because that was also almost a decade ago at this point. Mm. It's the Diablo (laughs) cycle. Yeah. There's a new mount, Diablo cycle. (laughs) At at least the Sonic cycle gives you some hope. (laughs) Um, And and it sucks because I was really having fun with Diablo 3, and then it started doing its bullshit, and I was just like, nope, I'm done. Uh, You played the game, you beat it, it was good, move on. uh, Yeah, 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 I'm I'm happy I only paid $40 for it, that's damn sure. (laughs) Well, there you go. It worked out for you. And and, and now it, it, it doesn't have its hooks in you, so you can move on to all the other stuff that's coming out the rest of the year. Yeah. yeah and who knows? I might go back to it at some point. Cyril <laughs> says, is the Sonic cycle not just a horizontal line at ground level now? <laughs> oh. Hey. Ouch. Ouch, man. Sonic Frontiers was actually Ooh. really good. All right, you know what? Comedically, I like it, but I still demand an apology. <laughs> no, I do too. That was funny, but yeah, you're not sort of, sort of not wrong, but at the same time, I don't get the hate for Sonic Frontiers because I enjoyed every second of that game. That was a lot of fun. Um, anyway, uh. So, uh, our only answer to feedback last week, uh, what's your favorite CRPG? It was Tam. Um, old D&D gold box games. That works. I can say I enjoyed my time with uh, Neverwinter Nights when I when it came out. I had bought a computer specifically to play it because um, really, really talking about the era of when this came out, um, I learned about it on Mega Tokyo, the webcomic. Mm, I remember yeah. Mega Tokyo. Is yeah. that still around? I you know what I checked like three or four years ago and I think it was I, oh. I don't know since then but you know it was still going three or four years ago which is for astounding. all I know it's been canceled and I just don't know yeah who knows like who I mean, knows yeah. all right Mega Tokyo yeah. uh, June twentieth twenty twenty three there you go wow so it's it's still going things. okay wow wow okay I boy. Okay, you know, and I I felt like it was an archive to go through when I got into it because of a friend. Like, yeah, like that's a, a that's what I fell out. out. I stopped reading for a while, and it was just too long to catch up. And like mm. I bought, like it was at the point where they were big enough that they had published physical volumes, and I bought some of those, and I read them, and that was still really behind from where they were currently, and I never caught up. And now here I am in 2023, and it's like uh, this is impossible to catch up on now. Yeah, are you no, kidding me? No. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just like a regular comic now. Like you're not, you don't start at uh, you know the, the first Spider-Man comic and work your way through but every single one But it has plot through lines. <laughs> oh, the hell with it. Who cares at this point? I'm sure it's oh. just a garbled mess in that guy's head. When did she turn into a cat girl? No, you know what? I don't know. I'm, this is uh, too far I behind. She had, like robot cat ears to begin with. All right, whatever. I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. So I, I, you know, I bought a PC like specifically to play that and. Um, um, once people started like making, um, like modules and stuff, I liked going in there with my, uh, um, my mage character that I named, uh, Lena inverse because God, I was, in Oh, you, and screaming you were dragon into anime. constantly. Dragon slave. <laughs> um, so I got to tell you, Chris, yep. the mega Tokyo thing. That was not the character you were thinking of. Oh, okay. He just draw every character he draws looks like is the issue. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, uh, 
yeah, no, that's a whole that's uh, a family of different characters that is related to one of the other characters that we've recently found out is actually a Kitsune. Oh, whatever. Yeah, no, I've been following <laughs> it for years, and now I will back out. How do I catch up, Tam? You don't. Yeah, from the start. Oh, no. <laughs> but how many times do I have to get chuckle at, like, the Mortal Kombat Visa and then get bogged down in some of the really boring stuff afterwards? Like, come on. <sighs> see, see, the only web comics I still read are web comics my friends make, so. Remember Sluggy Freelance? No? Okay. Yeah. I'm old. Yeah. I could, I could throw out some names there. Uh, Dominic Deegan, uh, Bob and George. The oh, yeah, Bob and oh, yeah. Well, The Adventurers? Like, right? No? What was it called? Um, the one where it was a parody of Final Fantasy? Okay, no. Oh, 8-Bit Theater. Yeah, 8-Bit Theater. Well, that's that one, but then there's the other one that was like, I'm oh. the Ice Dragon of the Fire Cave. Oh, RPG never mind. World. No. That wasn't it. That wasn't its name. There was one called RPG World that was basically a parody of Final Fantasy VII. And the person who worked on that is Ian James Quarterly, who now works at uh, Cartoon Network. Is quite a fam- famous showrunner. This is the one I'm thinking of. Mark Shallow's Adventurers. Oh, I never read that one. Yeah. This one actually ended, which is good. <laughs> 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 These need to end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there needs to be an end point. Uh, Take it to also, you. you brought up uh, VG Cats. Yeah. Jason? Yeah. Um, that guy mostly draws porn now. Oh. Oh, that doesn't mm. surprise me, but. Doesn't surprise me either. I mean, he's no. a furry artist. Isn't that saying the same thing? Eh. <laughs> Apid Theater also he... ended. Yeah, yep, yep. I remember reading that one all the way through to completion. And the only thing I really remember about that whole thing Sword Chucks, yo. So yeah, like the jokes. I mean, there's a reason it ended, right? Because it just mm-hmm. wasn't, yeah, sustainable. Well, I think oh, the jokes act- weren't funny anymore. What is going on here? They actually started drawing it. He's comic. No, that's just the final. That's just the final. The epilogue. Page. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it just looks like they did there. a different <laughs> style thing. Because I got bored with that one. Where I guess oh that's cute the fighter and the mage go off to do something that's mm-hmm. your H your GP or your HP. There there has been many a time that I've been been in public and said almost said I like swords and realized like that swords. nobody around me except my husband is going to get that joke. Sword chucks yeah, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Where do you a very hold them? Of, Where do you like... hold the sword chucks? We still don't know. Yeah, there's a very specific age and type of nerd that would understand that, and it is an incredibly small number. Yeah, <sighs> I'm old. Yeah, like I would have oh. got it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, as for our question of the week for next week, um, are you guys even going to answer? We haven't had a lot of feedback in a while, and I don't know if it's oh, a Oh, don't issue guilt or... trip the audience. That's on uh, us yeah, for not having yeah, an yeah, interesting yeah, question, yeah, Kelly. I think we've had some pretty interesting questions. Okay, Well, yeah. obviously not. Right. Uh, <laughs> interesting and engaging are two different things. It's summertime, Kelly. People are busy. They're busy, they're busy with Baldur's Gate 3. Summertime. Exactly. <laughs> they got to get in the bed of everyone. <laughs> they, they have to go back to school at some point. Hmm. <laughs> and when they're in school is when they answer these questions 
Is that the theory? Yes, I, I don't know. <laughs> what what I want to know is when you guys started seeing the back to school stuff at the grocery store, like Walmart or whatever, did you get that sense of existential dread? Yes. Okay. I would even get it after I was done with school. Because my dad would always point out the exact center of summer and go, hey, this, this is the... Uh, How no, dare he? Last... How can yeah, don't the, do like, that? What this are you is doing? the middle of summer. It's all going to be downhill from here. And, oh, yeah, every, every time. Cruel. That's kind of a dick move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I try not to point that out to my kids. Um, my daughter actually looks forward to going to school, but Aww. yeah, my son was not well, like preserve that as long as possible. <laughs> well, it, it, and yeah, it was a very conflicting thing for me because while I liked being off during the summer, I was also very bored being in the house all by myself a lot of the summer because I wasn't allowed to really go anywhere, and this was before the internet. All right. Oh, I didn't. I, I know I what our question of the week should be. One summer. It just came to me, Kelly. I know what her question of the week should be. Mm. But what's a good current webcomic? Okay. <laughs> no, there's, no. I, there's no answer to this is, because is there? Yeah, there probably isn't. Um, it's like it's like podcasts with a good ad model that isn't just dynamic ad insertion that just makes you want to fast forward. Now, sorry, um, I've had a lot of what thoughts about saying? podcasts this week. <laughs> what were you saying before, Jason, about being bored during the summertime? Oh, uh, one summer I um, was the summer I put in 400 hours into Tactics Ogre. So, oh, uh, that that summer did not I did not miss the uh, human contact at all. <laughs> so, see, once I got my PlayStation and was playing a lot of 40 hour RPGs, I wasn't having that bad of a time either. Uh, that's probably what got me into RPGs. Was bar, you know me and a neighbor kid were switching or. Lending each other our Super Nintendo games, and I got into Final Fantasy IV at that point. No, two, it was two back then, and then borrowed yeah. six, and um, was having a lot of fun with that. Though for me, uh, RPG Ground Zero has is and has always been Shining Force. But, what does that mean? Uh, that that was the very first RPG I played and ah, got. Okay, yeah, it was a Dragon Warrior on the NES for me. I banging my head up against the wall um, for it or with it for quite a while at my friend's house one night. And cause he, I was like, Ooh, this dragon warrior looks cool. He's like, it's actually kind of boring. And it is. So I was like, okay. So he, um, so he went to sleep and he had an NES in his room. So I'm sitting there playing in it. I, I, it, I swear it had to be like two 30 in the morning when it finally clicked with me. I was like, I get what's going on here. <laughs> I attack and then I get experience and the numbers go up. Yeah. I yeah, need to keep yeah. doing this. I can do this. Yeah, that was Shining Force for me. Because I, I remember putting up Shining in the Darkness and being like, okay, there's a slime. Uh, I go into my items and use knife. So that didn't work. Ah, uh, this game sucks. <laughs> I think that was my friend's reaction to Dragon Warrior, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, for some reason, with Shining Force, it clicked better. Um. And then it was just all like, oh, I, I got to play all the RPGs. They, they're they all fun. Well, not all fun. Uh, they are not say, all fun. White Knight Chronicles says hi. I have like a month of me trying to figure out the, or not figure out, but try to get into the Grand Stream saga that uh, begs to differ. Let me tell you about Hoshigami ruining Blue Earth. <laughs> 
Oh god, I wanted to like that game so bad. <laughs> it's oh, another I Final tried. Fantasy Tactics. No, I it's even not. Even tried remix on the DS, thinking, you know what? Maybe no. Work. Why? No. But Final Fan? No, wait, no, not Final Fantasy. I'm sorry. Fantasy Star Three was where I was like, yeah, th- this sucks. Even two, I wasn't really that down with because two is very obtuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even with a guide, it's still like not great. Like I like the first one and I like the fourth one. I'm, I'm kind of two and three. I can kind of live without for the most part. And but bear in mind, I was playing these on the Sega Channel back in the day with oh, no geez. internet, so it wasn't like I was, you know. Able to, I, it, Sega Jet was pretty much like, okay, opened up the game and figure it out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it you could look at instructions, uh, but those instructions scrolled very slowly. And it was pretty much just like a text dump of whatever the manual was. So, yeah. Also, I feel, I feel that, that that's dating myself talking about the Sega channel. Yeah, but it's like, a mythical thing at this point, so it's really cool to hear stories about the Sega Channel. Because we'll never yeah, have even, that again. I didn't know that was a thing until like way after the fact. I mean, it was basically Game Pass before Game Pass was a thing. Except with a cable modem, a much more expensive price tag. Yes, even then Game Pass without discounts. And um, <laughs> actually, how much was it? I don't it was know. Like twenty. It started. 20 it, it started at thirty a month, Oof. and then went down to 20 a month to get pe- more people in. Like I said, it is similar to Game Pass. <laughs> and, <laughs> you have a lot fewer games to choose from, and you have to wait I for mean, them to download. <laughs> back then, when games were like $60, you know, I mean, you, you could do yeah, the But math. you weren't getting your money's worth, because it's not like they were adding a bunch of new games every week or month well, or no, anything. The, the games rotated out every month for a while and then rotated out every two weeks and some of them like the rpgs would stay for multiple months while the more disposable ones like the sonics and you know there's really weird genesis titles like rystar oh rystar was on there yeah how long Um, was comic zone on there it was on there quite a bit. Yeah, yeah that doesn't surprise me. Uh, they have the right. Hey, so how did how did the saving work? Was that like a cloud save effectively? <laughs> no, There's I no think way. It had, I think it had like, a little bit of. It's memory got. It, on it there. had memory already to store the games, so okay, yeah, it's going to okay. have memory for saves too. Um, it, it had a memory, but I think you can only hold like a couple of saves at a time. Like you, if you were going to start like Shining Force, you really shouldn't have started something like fantasy cyrail's like oh wow communicate over coax cable it's like dude yeah like, most people use cable modems now that's still a yeah, thing just, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah okay. that's, that's how i'm hooked up baby oh. <laughs> sure there's wireless signals giving me cancer all over my house but whatever mm. oh, so, don't yeah, oh, of, <laughs> don't start that weird... <laughs> sorry <laughs> So, I mean, every time they come up with a Sega collection, I'm like, yeah, pretty much all of this was on the Sega channel, like, all the time. Sega channel it did it. first party, first party <laughs> stuff. Um, and a, a lot of the more obscure stuff was on there, too. But, and, and then you get into the Disney games, and th- those shut up all the time. Uh, it, it was an interesting experience. I was sad when it went away, but it also... Pre- pretty much died when the PlayStation got popular. So it, it was it was ahead of its time, put it put it that way. Um 
it definitely kept me occupied during some of those summers where I, we pretty much did nothing and I just stayed in the house all day. So um, every day. Well, sorry yeah, for me at least. I'm not I'm not saying for you, but for me that no, that's that like was, how it normally worked. <laughs> that was pretty much me too. Because I didn't have like, the Sega Channel. Because yeah. uh, did you have a PC? Um, when did I get a PC? Ninety five. I didn't get a PC till a bit late. For yeah, it was like nineteen ninety eight for me. Yeah. No. Um. Why? Oh, I just, I didn't know if you had access to PC games. I did, I did. And so, like, I played TIE Fighter. That was really good. Hell yeah. yeah you know they're making yeah, a new I TIE Fighter or something fighter. like that, or remastering it? No, I don't think so. No, they are. There's that rope. Oh, no, are they? They are. That's like oh. a thing that was announced. Okay, I gotta look this up now. Okay. TIE Fighter Remaster Remake. That's- oh, that's right. It's a fan mod that finally is getting pushed with some i saw it on youtube because like oh okay they've got like a full release trailer for the mod or some it's a total conversion and i don't think i have the patience for it anymore i remember loving that and like the story went places i didn't expect and it was like cool yeah. and it had music that reacted to you rather than mm-hmm. just playing a song it, like it had the imuse system so it was like I was, yep i was just gonna say yeah it was the imuse system yeah was- and like and that's the DLC cool that tied in the uh well it wasn't dlc back then the expansions that tied in thrawn and everything yeah no they didn't have dlc in tie fighter yeah they had a expansions. Game. expansions they were called expansions back then they did i miss yeah, expansions were, yeah. for tie fighter back did in the day did you not play the expansions i probably didn't oh yeah. man tie fighter yeah there were expansions man expansions Unless it was integrated into the one I had or something. Well, it doesn't matter. Now, if you played the CD version of it, it I, had did. I did. I oh, did. Okay. That should have had everything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because X Wing was the same thing because they, yeah. like, I think the seat or the floppies. So, yeah. I yeah, missed X Wing. I got TIE Fighter. Then mm-hmm. X Wing Alliance, I think, was the next one. or And then X Wing versus TIE Fighter. Yep. And, like, there they tried go. again and again. And, like, sometimes I just didn't get around to it. And then by the time I, they, like, they recently had, like, a new X-Wing, right, that EA right. made a few years ago, and I tried playing it, and I realized, you know what, you know what's yeah. changed recently in the last 20 plus years? I don't like just holding my flight stick up and waiting for the thing to be in the middle of my screen and then trying to shoot it and then overshooting it and having to go down now for an hour on the screen. And it's like, I was able to tolerate that back in TIE Fighter a bazillion years ago because it was so novel to have like star Wars music playing and I'm in a tie fighter. And now it's just like, I have better things to do than watch this reticle finally come into view only to miss it. And then having to watch the reticle come into view again. And I don't know what's changed. How did I change? Why am I bad now? Why can't I enjoy tie fighter? Infinite patience of the youth. You, mm-hmm. you didn't have is that what it going is? on. So, All right. yeah, that, that was as cool as it got back then. Yeah. <laughs> But I want it. I, okay, it so, is still so cool. The, I want to enjoy it again. So, if the original version of Tactics Ogre released today, that would have that that would not have ended up being becoming my favorite game. Play, mm. Plain and simple, I would not have had the time to sit there and dedicate to it the way I did when I was 16 years old or however old I was. And it came out like right around summertime, so I picked that up and yeah, it just consumed my life because um, yeah, I had to throw rocks at uh, my guys to level up for. Hours and hours and 400 hours later, I'd gotten all the endings. <laughs> so, 
but yeah, these days, no, 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 no. And <clears throat> F that noise is all I can say. I, I would not have the time. Is this why games can't be good again? Because they can't be simple? Because we don't have the patience for simple games anymore? It, yeah. it depends. Um, I mean, and now David they have to go wide simple. and everything sucks. <laughs> and they just want you to spend money on microtransit. You know, Baldur's Gate is good and it's not simple. Oh, I give up. I don't know what's going on anymore. Um, Your definition as, of simple has evolved over the years. That's or and is that is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. I think I think just your definition of it's evolved over the years. Hey, remember Fruit Ninja? That was at. simple. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who wants to play Fruit Ninja with me? Oh, nobody. Uh, Infinity right, Blade, baby. Come on, give me some Edge Lord Fruit Ninja, basically. <laughs> that's not Fruit Ninja. Infinity Blade is Punch Out. <laughs> okay. Let's call true, it what yeah. it is. It's Punch Out. <laughs> okay. I, I miss Tiny Tower. Oh yeah, remember that, that was the microtransaction one too, though, Kelly. I I know, I still enjoyed it. Ooh, Vampire uh, Survivors—that's hey. simple. Other than uh, the, all the builds you have to make, but yes, I have um I have had that described to me as an interactive screensaver, and I'm like, yep, okay, I think that's about right. The way it's I reverse bullet it. hell. We already figured out I, what that genre is. I, I was hovering over the buy button on the switch yesterday, and why I not? Do I want to go down this rabbit hole again? If you like you'll it, be, go you'll for do it. it a lot faster this time. Yeah. Um, so I think our question of the week needs to be: How did you spend your summer vacation as a kid? How I, I spent I, my summer. We we need the book report. Yeah. It's your yeah, no. summer vacation book report. Why is my calling right, that a book we're report? Give me a book report. We expect a full detailed answer. Why am I calling um, that a book report? There's no book involved. Um, I'm curious how many RPG fans like me had parents. No, that no, that's much- no. RP Gamers. RPG Fan is a Sorry. different site, Kelly. How my dare bad, you? My bad. I'm curious how many RP Gamers there you like go. me had the experience of pretty much just being stuck in the house for three months with nothing to do except be your parents' personal maid and uh, play video games and then wonder why you stay up all night and sleep until three in the afternoon. <laughs> um, I like that explanation of childhood, being your parents' personal <laughs> maid. I mean, yeah. You know what? I'm, apparently, I'm doing parenting wrong. I really need to work on that. <laughs> no, you're not. Whatever. Any, anyway. That's the question? My... Yeah, I'm sorry. Was that, so was that a reply from someone, or was that a question of the week? That was a question of the week. That's the yeah, new question of the week? How did you spend your summer vacation as how a did kid? You, okay. How did you spend as a kid? Not this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as a kid. I thought we were going to pretend like we're kids again and like, oh, doesn't that feel nice? How did you spend your summer vacation? Working, mm-hmm. playing Baldur's I, Gate 3 and having sex with other people. I go to summer job, which is also my normal job. It has been doing no, wait, it for 20 sorry, years. No, wait. Sorry, we got to do this like a myself. kid. Nothing. <laughs> you did nothing? Good. How, was, uh, how was your summer? Good. Good. <laughs> Care to extrapolate? Nah, it's too much work. <laughs> All right. I don't remember. <laughs> What'd you learn in school today? Oh, nothing. Oh, uh, give up. By the way, why would you why guys... would you want to answer that anyway? Even if you could, like, I don't know. I'm I curious. don't need a, That's why. I'm not giving you an audited, like, annotated, annotated response of the learning notes from today. What, like, you you can't remember what you did at work today. Like, I'm gonna remember what I did at school. Like, well, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if it wasn't obvious, this is a very slow news week this week. Do we want to get into the news? It is one o'clock. So Iron Danger was released on consoles. This what is, is that? An 
an action RPG based off of uh, the Kalevala and Finnish folklore. Kalima? Kalevala. Kalima. Um, originally released for the PC in 2020. It is now on PS5 and Xbox at $20. It looks like a Diablo clone. It, yeah, it, it, it has a, the, the, the combat system in it. You know, like you can back up time and it has like action elements and you can attack and use the environment against enemies. It's, it's interesting looking. Which, wait, which game are we talking about? Did we Somebody, skip the tactical RPG? We did, yeah. I, okay. I think, so so, I, think, I think that one got put in after I opened up all the notes. Got it. So read, read about the tactical RPG because this actually looks interesting. Oh, but we didn't like finish with Iron Danger. They're doing a steampunk fantasy tactical RPG for 20 bucks? 20 bucks? That's a good price. Mm-hmm. Do we have a review? I don't we do think not. So. We never reviewed it. All right. Well, hopefully we'll have one soon or something. Um, it's from Datalik. It might not be bad. It's just hard to compete with Baldur's Gate three. Oh, oh, Iron Danger. That's the one with the cool. Yes, that the if oh. I could turn back time in the in the timeline to go back and be like, oh, that went bad. Instead of having to reload from the start of the fight, you just go back to the turn that went bad and like mm-hmm. dodge bullets. Yes, for twenty bucks, I should try this. Okay, that's Iron Danger. All right. I, now the I, next I, story. Go ahead. I wish uh, Baldur's Gate had that sometime. Exactly. Yeah. Go to go Iron Danger. That's what Anna played this at a PAX or something. So like, go go see if that's any good. Um, tactical RPG Forgotten Minds is coming to PC in 2024. It's from developer Cannibal Goose. I almost said Canadian Goose. No, Cannibal Goose. It sees players overseeing a team of dwarves attempting to reclaim long lost mines. Uh, it's yeah, very pixely fun. 2D. So it looks like a phone game in some regards, but like there's lots of equipment and numbers on the screen, so it's definitely PC. Like, okay, this could be good. I mean, it looks like Into the Breach, basically. Um, yeah, yeah. A little less um, evolved of an art style than Into the Breach, yeah. but yeah. Oh, yeah. but I see what you mean, like pushing things into. Okay, I'm not interested. In, I don't like Into the Breach's gameplay. Oh, I know. To me, it looks like Game Gear Shining Force combined with the mines and uh, Harvest Moon um, Friends of Mineral Town, if you guys ever played that. I think. Uh, okay. Yeah. I didn't, but yeah. I mean, I mean, it was basically like you're in a room and you see all these nodes and you get all the nodes before you run out of stamina. And it looks just like this, so. But this one looks yeah. like I can level my guys up, which is different than Into the Breach, so this might be better for me. Yeah. But it's not out yet, so 2024, we'll know more. You can go wishlist it now if you want. I'll go follow it. All right, what's next, Kelly? Um, we've got uh, an Across the Obelisk expansion release from Paradox Interactive. It is a co-op deck-building roguelike. There's a kitty cat character. Yeah, I saw. Very cute. Um, so what is this? The, oh, yeah, it's a... Okay, so this is... um. Dark. What's the <laughs> the dark uh, darkness rising? Dark into the darkness. Uh, what's the card based battle where you descend into a dungeons of magic, dungeons of madness, darkness? You know dark what I'm talking about? Dungeon. The darkest dungeon. Christ- 
There you go. Chris, do you need a reboot there for a second? I'm having a stroke. Um, It's Darkest Dungeon, but like uh, an RPG adventure and not so dark. Right? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) There are several RPGs like that, says Tam. Like, I know, but Darkest Dungeon is the easiest, the one that I think most people are familiar with. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. this looks way less like Cthulian and depressing. Lots of cat inspired. people in this game, too. <laughs> like, what is up with the. Oh, and little foxies. Look at that Fenny Fox. It looks like a Fennekin on rabies. <laughs> and then, okay. Oh, you have a pigman in your party and a dwarf and um, a cleric with half a hammer. Okay. There you go. This looks good. Is it out yet? When does uh, when does it come out? I closed the tab by accident. Oh, it's an expansion. Yeah. So across the obelisk came out in 2022, and this is an expansion where they're going. It's out in the now. desert, I guess. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna add to my wish list because I want to try this someday when it's on sale. Oh wow, that's a lot of money. If you want everything. That's how they get you. The bundle is 25% off, $41.36. Just the expansion is 20, 20 but you still need the base game, which is on sale for $12.99. Hmm. So you might as well go for everything. This is more like Slay the Spire with a party, says Cyrail. Okay, I stand corrected, but it's loads of fun. Would recommend it if you like card games or co-op. The reviews right now for the base game are mixed. The reviews for the expansion are mostly positive. So, there you go. That's all I got for you. Is this on Steam Deck? This is the sort of game I'd like to play on Steam Deck. I like to fall asleep to these sorts of games, because when my brain gets tired of thinking, it's just like, alright, sleep time. I, I te- Aside from magic, I tend not not to like card-based uh, gameplay because it feels like RNG on top of RNG. Hmm. Maybe we. Need I don't know to how magic bat- doesn't feel that way for you, but all right. Well, <laughs> you know what? We need to have a bat and Kaito's backtrack so that I can explain it. Oh, you need to get um, Anna for if, that. If you do that, you let me know. I will. I will sign up for my first backtrack. <laughs> I will put it on the list because the re- the remake is coming out this year and. Yeah, like a few weeks after the remake would be a good time for that, right? Or before or after? I don't know. Uh, And I love that game, but man, it had issues. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. Soundtrack was not one of them. No, no. The 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 voice acting, though. Oh, that voice acting. I, I... Actually, I think the first time I ever got a laugh with a write-in um, for the show was um, I, I wrote in because um, we were – I think one of the questions of the week was like bad voice acting and I had put bat and kaitos, I said, because it sounded like a tin can through a string, through a tin can, through a string, through a tin yep. can, through a string or whatever basically for the voice acting. Yep. I Is turned it, that off the second because that's – I uh, j- joked that summer that Tales of Symphonia got all the good voice actors in exchange for – Bat and Kai does getting all the good writers. So, because they were both Bandai Namco, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what? Yeah, anyway. one was Tri Ace and the other was Tri Crescendo. Yeah. Um, any, anyway, but back to the news. Um, this game looks like it could be for you, Jason. Waven given early access. This is a uh, t- tactics game. Of course, it's also free to play. Let me see oh, if this I'm is sorry, what I was I'm, thinking about. 
Uh, yeah, it, I think I'm get confusing it with um, sort of the Conlovia, which is a story we've got later. Never. Heard okay, of. yeah, because there was one of them, one of them in the story that I was like, oh, this does look like we got it up my alley. I don't think. Yeah, this one wasn't it. Yeah. Uh, it is a free to play MMO RPG though. It's going to fully launch. In this the is not months. an MMO. This is an MMO like a phone game is an MMO. Oh, it's from the Wakfu it people. It is an MMO. Okay. <laughs> oh, and it's a phone game. There. Yep, look at that. Okay. It's got it all, Chris. Yeah, I'm going to pass. They just want my money. Same. <sighs> Tam Maybe says, I'm busy DC. playing Nikkei. It's got all my phone game money right now. <laughs> All right, DC Universe Online's been announced it's for PS5 around. and Xbox. You know, this this show is becoming um very uh, nostalgia based here uh, between web comics still exist and DC Universe still exists. <laughs> mhm. <laughs> it's already no come out and been removed from some consoles. Like the PS3 yeah. version is obviously yep. gone. Came out in 2011. Yep. Yeah, whatever. So God. it's on the new consoles if you want to play it there. Whatever. The game is 12 years old now? Holy crap. I, Can, I assume it's free to play on those because it's like it's, it's a free to play MMO. Is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it is. All right. What else is going on, Kelly? I, uh, I think 14 and WoW are the only two paid ones at this point. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. And, and also, it, it, it seems like life is unfair that DC is still going and City of Heroes slash Villains died died its death ages ago. Because mm-hmm. I had always wanted to play those two because I had heard such good things about them. Oh, oh, Kelly, this next one looks like an actual Final Fantasy Tactics like. Yeah, yeah. what I, is I this? Con- I got it confused with the other one. So this is Swords uh, or Sword of Con- Convalaria. Yeah. Launching on PC and mobile later this year. Mobile. Uh, it flat out says that it's inspired by uh, Fire Emblem and Final Fantasy Tactics. Those are two very different strategy games, but okay. Yeah, and I mean Hitoshi Sakamoto is also also doing the soundtrack, so or some of it anyway. So I mean that's a that's a tie to Final Fantasy Tactics there anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not the whole soundtrack, though. No, obviously not. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I don't think they can afford bass escape it's rates. Oh, but you can hear it in the trailer. It's like, oh, there's all the trumpets. Yep, that's <laughs> Sakamoto t- song. <laughs> I mean, it looks pretty good. Yeah, this is one I would definitely give a shot to. Yeah. <laughs> Tam just to sent a message so saying good. that somebody's trying to revive City of Heroes. No, that's uh, that's not a revival. That is official reboot. Oh, that's whether or not that's it... great. But we've moved on to the Sakamoto song. I want to hear. I want to hear this soundtrack some more. Oh, you can't hear it on the podcast because yeah. No, no, yeah, it's not, <sighs> not, not how it works, unfortunately. <laughs> what is this? A grid-based tackle system, three hundred different battle maps, a thousand potential stages, multiple endings to unlock, and Japanese voice acting. Which you can hear in the trailer. Go check it out. It's planned to release internationally as a free-to-play title on PC, iOS, and Android. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that from mm. Chinese developer XD Games. Mm. That never mind. Yeah, that's it's going to be a gotcha, isn't it? Mm. Never. You mind. know what? It's free. I'll give it a shot, and let's kind of go from there. It was so exciting to have Sakimoto music in the trailer. It's like, oh, that's 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 a Sakimoto. Sa- yeah, is it Sakimoto? Yeah, Sakimoto. Yeah, Sakimoto. And 
then to have it fall down to be like a free to play oh, enthusiasm crushed. LOL, yeah, yeah. says Cyril. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, brought my hopes up and then dashed them quite. Uh, there's a console demo for the game Born of Bread from Dear Villagers and Wild Arts Studio. The demo is available on PS5 and Xbox uh, series consoles, as well as on Switch in Europe. It's, it's only like on Paper Switch Mario. in Europe. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Did we? S- okay. What is this? Oh, it's okay. You are a you are a walking Pillsbury Doughboy, and you go through a Paper Mario style art game. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna send this to Anna. She needs to play this. <laughs> Put this on her list. We found an Anna game. Yep. She's she's all in on all the Paper Mario likes. She doesn't like every Paper Mario like, but mostly she does. Like for some reason, she prefers the first Paper Mario to Thousand Year Door because she's crazy. But other than that, maybe it's the brevity. Whatever. Thousand Year Door is better. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm all in for the Pokemon likes. What's this? Uh, Creature Keeper Switch released announced. All right, that sounds so, like a valid name for a Pokemon like. There's already going to be a PC release, and as a Creature Keeper, you're investigating a sickness that is affecting otherwise healthy creatures, and it features action combat as you set, assemble a team of base to fight against corrupted creatures. Okay. And you grow grow meal or grow food and cook meals to help them grow. So, kind of sounds like Monster Rancher, but that's a looks thing. Cool to me. Next, we've got Graffiti Games and Fervor Game. No, we already covered that. Next, we have Ukrainian developer Twy Games releasing or revealing Hollow Home. It's an isometric narrative RPG drawing on inspiration from Disco Elysium as it explores the effect of the spring 2022 assault on ordinary people. So. This is a heavy one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be depressing. Yeah. yeah. And it Play really an RPG about the like war a... in Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. In the style of Disco like, Elysium, so you know it'll be happy. <laughs> when I looked at the screenshots of it, it kind of looked like a, like a depressing Sims. It does. <laughs> oh, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, I'm glad the story is being told, but I don't want to experience it because it'll be too emotions. Um, well, would, would like a dragon guide in give that you would help. Hap- yeah. happier vibe? Yes. Tell me about Kelly, it. Kelly, please. It's pronounced Gaiden. No, uh, it's I, not. I, I do not want my husband <laughs> to come downstairs and glare at me because he will. Rightfully uh, so. Yes. Uh, so. It's Gaiden. Uh, an 11 minute development update hosted by studio director Masayoshi Yokoyama. Um, there's a six-minute overview trailer, and it also features a teacher, teaser for Infinite Wealth, um, revealing that a special trial version of Infinite Wealth will be included with, like, a Dragon Gaiden. So I, I wonder if that's going to be, like, a demo that carries over or its own unique little side story demo. Like they haven't game. really said, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Um, I take it you're excited? Extremely. Extremely. Wait, 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 Josh! You're excited about a Yakuza game? <laughs> I know. Gaiden looks so good. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see what. The, you know, they can't quick cure you, but if they're not going to quick cure you, at least I get to have you know more, more fun beat 'em up games. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this one is doing the beat 'em up again? Correct. Correct. Cool. 
So this is action combat, not not turn based. And this will be all the stuff that was happening, you know, kind of like in between six and then going all the way through like a dragon and actually tying back into the events and like a dragon. And then I think it, it looks like it, it kind of teased at the end of the trailer that of, uh, you know, moving on to infinite wealth with Kiryu going off to Hawaii. So I'm assuming that's where it's all going to tie together. It looks cool. <laughs> and you get to go back to uh, Sotembori and explore there. Awesome. Are you going to play it, Kelly? Probably, though it might be a little bit later when the game inevitably goes on sale because like, like a Dragon dropped pretty cheap within like six months. Well, this one isn't a full price game. This one, oh, okay. why? Is it? Because uh, it's not as big of a game. It's just like the, the intro uh, to Metal Gear Solid Five or something. It's just like a four-hour demo. <laughs> it, it, it's not having a physical release here in the U.S. And I, I can't remember now if it's forty or fifty bucks. Hmm. Okay. A little bit of a smaller uh, story than the uh, than the than a traditional you know mainline Yakuza game. So it's slightly less expensive. They said it, it has scenes that won't be in infinite wealth for the demo. What? I don't understand okay. what that means. Whatever that means. What does that mean? That that it is separate from the uh, the the game itself. Okay. I mean that makes sense because if you're young, well, you got to pay for probably, it. So yeah. you're you're probably going to buy both games. So why not put some exclusive content in the little playable demo? Well, heck yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, T- tell me about uh, the 23rd World Tournament, Chris. The the Oh! Bandai Namco's revealed the release date for Dragon Ball Z Kakarot's fifth DLC, which is the 23rd World Tournament, or Tenkaichi Budokai. Um, it's going to become uh, available this week. And, um, yeah, we talked about this in the past. The I was about to say, I was, I was having deja vu when I read this story, and I'm yeah, like, the, oh yeah, we did do this exact same thing a month ago. Yeah, remember, the, the Dragon Ball has these world tournaments in it, or these you know martial arts tournaments as part of their story, and now they're making a DLC for the Kakarot game with that being the setting. So, that's out this week. That's all. What else we got? We got uh, Symphony of the War, the Nephilim Saga. Remember that great indie game that's like Ogre Battle that everyone liked earlier this year or last year, whatever it was? Uh, they're having a DLC. It'll add. Uh, it'll launch at the end of the month. It adds new story chapters, new classes, new modes, and more. Um, okay. Sorry. My cat was interested in something, which never means good things are happening. Sorry. Um, Everhood, the Eternity Bit Edition, is coming out in September. It's an unconventional musical RPG. Um, I don't know much about Everhood, but isn't that like a really old game? No, it's that's kind Neverhood. Of an Undertale. Yeah, Everhood's like, the newer one. All right, cool. So in, instead of shooting, um, shoot 'em up gameplay, it's music-based gameplay, and this new expansion or this newer version is going to have music from uh, a bunch of indie developers. Do I um, have enough emotional I, I stamina to game. deal with another game on the level of emotions as Undertale? I don't know that I, I do. I, <laughs> I don't know. I want to try this game out, and I might get this edition. Um, the, the, they listed the uh, composers, and the only one I recognized was David Weiss, mm. who was uh, Rare's composer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you could check out Gabriel Malakasa's review. 
if you're curious about the game. All right. And uh, this is this part of this uh, is to kind of promo the fact they've got a sequel in the works, too. Yeah. So. Um, he gave that a four out of five, by the way. So hmm. one of our staff liked it. We've got a sci-fi post-apocalyptic RPG inspired by the original Fallout games coming out um, in October. It's called Space Wreck. So you can uh, go check out that uh, story to see like a trailer. You can the full game is in early access. You can play it now. Um, it's officially done in October, they say. So go check that out if you want more info. And now you have a release date. And then finally, we got um, after coming out on PC last year, the VR action RPG Ruins Magus is heading the PSVR two. The PSVR version, the PSVR two version of the game will release in a month. So that'll be next month. I didn't play this. I have not really been doing VR games because I don't want to get nauseous and I don't have a PSVR. So I have no idea if it's any good. <laughs> hey, uh, backpedaling to uh, Everhood real quick here. I just decided yes. to, or I looked on the trailer here. So uh, Manami Matsume, mm-hmm. she worked on Mega Man music. Uh, Chip yep. Soul, she, uh, Super Hexagon. Um, boy, when it was uh, Dicey so they Dungeons. Went, they went wide. They got tracks from a bunch of people. Yeah, and um, she also did some. Uh, she did the boss names in the first River City Girls. Uh, God, I, I, no disaster piece. I can't remember their music though off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. You, we, you know, we know David Weiss and KG Yamagishi, best known for uh, Ninja Gaiden on the NES. Okay, so they there said, you go. They said there was a couple more that they haven't announced yet. I'm gonna be curious if they get Toby Fox for the sequel be... or for the remake. For the remake. Oh, so they're adding new music for the remake. Okay, so yeah. now that they have money, they can afford to get people to do. All right, and they've learned that it's much cheaper to have them do one song than a whole soundtrack, so mm-hmm. done. Done and done. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Noted. All right, it's time for me to tell you what's coming out this week. Um, I didn't prep this ahead of time, so let me try and do this somewhat smoothly. We have WrestleQuest coming out for a lot of platforms. Uh, that was delayed, right? Because they had a mm-hmm. save issue. A couple times. Yeah. Yeah. So that should yeah, be out delayed, on like, literally like the day of, I think. All the current consoles, your PS4s and 5s, your Xbox Series, your Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Um, we have uh, Virgo versus the Zodiac, which every time I forget what this is. Um, this is a console release of it. Okay. It's a console release of it. So you can go watch it, go read a review of it, right? Yeah. Three and a mm-hmm. half out of five. Uh, see if you want to play it on console. Uh, so that we got that there, and then we've got Lost Idolons. Wait, what? A turn-based strategy RPG that's already also been out for a while. Release. Yeah, there's yeah. a console release on P- mm-hmm. Series and PlayStation Five. Um, that's the Ocean Drive Studio tactical RPG. Isn't this the one that was a bit too generic for folks? Or how did that? Work it, out? it was okay. It was very heavily. Uh, um fire emblem game is this the one the fire emblem people somebody from fire emblem worked on or unrelated no okay no, no, no. this is not it's the a, one I that studio, okay. I, I think believe. we had the same conversation two weeks ago i have to have this conversation every time because there's the fire emblem game that the fire emblem guy worked on but i remember yeah. that's in a 2d looking fire emblem game maker so that's not this Correct. one that's all 3d yeah. but this is also different than the square enix one right which is a right. dio field chronicle dio field chronicle okay yeah, Josh tried to play this one and it ran like crap on his Steam Deck, so he kind mm-hmm. of drifted. Remember? 
Correct. I don't Although remember. I believe they have patched it heavily uh, since then. Okay. To be, to be fair, Chris has done 600 and something episodes of this. I think we can forgive him. No, he you shouldn't. For, never. No, never let me off the hook. I have to remember everything. Otherwise, what use am I? All right. So Lost Eidolons is uh, a lot of. Uh, yeah. So the, th- the review again for this was three and a half out of five. Hopefully it's better now with the patches. Um, this has been in my mind of like, this looks cool. Maybe it'd be a better Fire Emblem than the actual Fire Emblem was. Um, the, yeah. the, the, the one earlier this year? Yeah, yes. it probably was. But like, <laughs> Story I, be, wise, anyway. I mean, three and a half out of five is probably what I would rate the, the Fire Emblem that came out earlier this year. So maybe it's not any better. Just <laughs> different. <laughs> different things are good. Different things are bad. You know, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, Who cares? I'm playing Baldur's Gate anyway. All right. What else we got? We've got. Oh, oh, is this? No, I'm in the wrong month. Sorry. <laughs> got all excited. Um, yeah, I got I did. Uh we have all right, before the 26 we have uh, bu, 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 WrestleQuest we already mentioned uh DC3 PS DS Capo 3 plus story is a visual novel. I know people in the RP gamer sphere enjoy visual novels. All right. No. Okay. That one may or may not be several up several people's alley on the site though. May or may not why may or may not okay that's because ambiguous that doesn't help us it's at the all you're not saying anything yeah. <laughs> yes i'm trying not to say things that get me into trouble so it's porn so it's Some a horny game ones were. okay thank you all right so this might be a naughty game and or bordering on child porn it's so maybe also, avoid it <laughs> it also has some it also has some darker themes to uh-huh. it not not, what, child porn isn't dark enough for you. Yeah, um, let's let's just avoid that then. But, you know, I would, <laughs> what um, about what about Norn Nine Last Era? Is that is that bad? Is that naughty? That's a visual novel. I don't see. Don't I only know, know, know the you only know you only know the porn ones, don't you? Now we understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, jig you know, is up. The jig the, is the up. Coppa was popular enough that it spawned. Uh, several animes back in the early, the late nineties, early two thousands, and I've right. seen them. All right, oh. that's how I know about the Capo. I also know some of the backstory of the Capo. Yeah, as as your lawyer, I'm going to recommend you say less. <laughs> At this point, I'm not calling my lawyer. That's my dad. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. A lot of non-porn Otome games were also spun off of porn stuff. Oh, okay, cool. So maybe this one isn't yes. porn. <laughs> yeah, so if it basically if it's on PC, the chances are that it may or may not be porn. If it's on consoles, it's not. That's a good point. It's a lot harder to get that out on consoles. Video yeah, games were a mistake. One of the best examples everybody. of that is actually Comic Party, which originally was a porn visual novel game in on PC, but when it was ported to the Dreamcast, they, of course, removed all that content, but also added an additional girl that had her own cutscenes that was not in the original release. Mm. Kelly? What's next, Chris? Do we have any editorials? I feel we dirty. Have, we have the Atelier Marie remake, which I think we talked about last week. The Chibi remake, yeah. Yeah. Um, who, who reviewed this? Paul Storelli. Um, he gave it a 3.5 out of 5, said that it, ha- it has adorable chibi graphics. A Is this the only score we give games? If they're <laughs> I feel like okay, it. yeah. yeah. Um, said it's exceedingly replayable, but the time management aspects can overwhelm, and it has relatively basic game mechanics. Mm. I think we talked about it because uh, Atelier Ryza had something going on, and I wanted to tie it in. 
Um, we also <laughs> old review apparently uh, from Michael Baker, South Park: The Stick of Truth Switch Review. Mm. Mm. I never finished he, Stick of Truth. Stick of Truth was the first one. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, gave it a four out of five. Says everything you like about South Park: strong core gaming elements, and in many ways a unique gaming experience. Um, Cons are lingering control issues from the previous editions. Not safe for work. Not safe to play around children. Probably not safe for adults either. And I got to see the sensor screen from that was used. I didn't realize it was censored in other regions, but that makes sense. After reading the yeah. description, it should have been. Well, <laughs> I, I guess I shouldn't say should have, but I would have preferred not to witness that myself. <laughs> Isn't that you performing a medical procedure? Yes, yes. it is. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I need. Yeah, to play we remember games. that. <laughs> uh, what's up with um, the adventure corner? Um, well, it's from Sam, and it's called Penny Larceny Gig Economy Supervillain. <laughs> okay, just the title alone, it might be. <laughs> it's a good name. So you are playing a young con artist and grifter who is seeking access to Crimea, the biggest social media platform for villains. <laughs> Uh, I, I feel like this is commentary. Um, so yeah, you could read more about that on the site. It looks kind of fun. Um, I'm, I'm sure that game's going to have tons of meta humor. And then we've also got a uh, Fate Samurai meta Ribbon humor impression or or what? humor about meta. Oh, you're Maybe. right. <laughs> it could be both. Mm, I'll see myself out. Bye, guys. Sorry, that was awful. Um, we've got a Fate Samurai Remnant impression. Um, it's part of the Fate franchise. I feel like we talked about this last week. This would also be an adventure game, right? And uh, yeah. and the week before, I think, too. <laughs> oh, I guess Fate yeah. games are RPGs. Never mind. They're action RPGs. I forget. I thought that they were both action mm. RPGs and... Yeah, why not both? <laughs> there, there, there are, yeah. It started as a visual novel at way, way back when. And yeah, it, there, there are plenty of RPGs and action games and all kinds of stuff. You can pet a cat. Yeah. Look at that. Ooh, that's all you need. Yep. Well, there you go, Kelly. You oh, got to play it now. A little calico. Like, how, how do you even get into the Fate series? Do you just dive in on an entry? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. uh, who knows anymore? Should we? Do we have that's? We have a series for that. We should write one for this series. Oh, good God! Good. Luck. I, I salute whoever decides to take that undertaking. <laughs> Probably Tam. Tam says no. <laughs> no, he said no. No, he's too busy with the porny games. Okay. Anyway, that's a cute calico. I'm going to pet the calico. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it for our show at this point. So I need to ask you a few questions. Number one, what was our question of the week? Because we didn't write it down. Um, what did you do on your summer vacation as a kid? Just all of them. What were all the summer vacations? And then, uh, what are you going to play this week? Kelly! Baldur's Gate! Josh! Trails! Jason! Dave the Diver? <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to keep the enthusiasm going, but I, 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 I'm not good at it. Sorry. <laughs> Baldur's Gate for me. Maybe no, PoE. I, I did cave and did Vampire Survivors for Switch. Oh, oh, Kelly. She well, never mind. Forget Baldur's, Baldur's Gate. Gate. Yep. <laughs> she ain't finishing now. <laughs> well, so much for that. 
eh, I, I needed a good toilet game. <laughs> oh, okay, well, there we go. Uh, I'm going to go take a shower after wow, the show. I hear, I hear my husband laughing from upstairs. Everybody, I want to thank you for being with us on our last show before we were canceled. Um, it was quite the ride. It was quite the ride. I'm going to go consult a lawyer for something. I'm just for moral support? That's probably not the right person to consult for moral support. No, 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 no. I'm going to consult a Starian for moral support, and I will see you next week <laughs> after he sucks all my blood again. <sighs> yeah, that was a little erotic, wasn't it? <laughs> Did you let him kill you, too? No. I let him go all the way. <laughs> then the next day, I was like, you killed me! It's like, you got better. <laughs> You seem fine now. Like, oh my gosh, this scary. I love this game. <laughs> All right, everybody. I'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Not even Pacific Noon Eastern. Stay tuned for more RP Gamer stream content on twitch.tv slash RP Gamer. There's your plugs. Goodbye.